Mage the Ascension, the Victorian Age is a podcast intended for mature audiences. It contains scenes of horror, sexuality, and violence that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Dork Tales presents Mage the Ascension, the Victorian Age. Book One, The Devil and the Doves. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Mage the Ascension, the Victorian Age, here on Dork Tales. Hope you're all doing well tonight. You guys doing well? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Nice. All right. So, hi, everybody. I'm your storyteller, Kelly. Are you seeing him? And I'm excited to be here tonight because we are going into episode eight, Absinthe, Danger, and Other Invigorants, which I love that that word exists, and I love that my spell check believes it doesn't. Um, this is the thing about writing things in the Victorian era. Spell check is like, that's not a thing. And you just have to be like, yeah. It was. It's before your time, spell check. Anyway, hi folks, how's it going? Uh, we're going to do a quick round of introductions, then we're going to do any little announcements and hop into game right away. So why don't I go ahead and pass this around in a big circle, starting with uh, Christine. Hello, I'm Christine. Um, I use she, her pronouns, and I am playing Evelyn Taylor, or Dr. Evelyn Taylor, our Electrodyne engineer. And nice. what, what does it become in... The, the Society or Sons of Ether, depending on... Right. I kind of prefer Society of Ether for I am no son. <laughs> Unless you're talking about S-U-N. And then I'm sure I could shine brightly. But Evelyn also uses she, her pronouns. Nice. All right. Let's pass this over to Amy. Hello. I am Amy. I use she, her, they, them pronouns. And I am playing Chastity Prudence Goodwin, the uh, celestial chorister slash cultist of ecstasy it's a great combination and she also uses uh, she her they them or nice you know what yeah she her or they them that's true all right uh let's pass down to jen hi i'm jen and i use she her pronouns and i am play playing uh josephine carrington or josie um the order of hermes uh benny Tharsis. so house Tharsis. Thursis. Uh, and she also uses either she, her, or they, them. She really doesn't care because uh, where she's from, uh, they don't really care that much. Right. And finally, uh, down to Robin. Hello, everyone. I'm Robin. I use she, her pronouns. And tonight I am placing, placing? I am playing placing? Darcy Harkness, the um, member of the Verbena. And she usually goes by she her pronouns but Except tonight uh, right now she is uh mr darcy and is uh he him right now um so yeah that that was super fun for her and she's totally mm. just relishing in the in the joy of being a man in the victorian age right now um should the gender envy all right <laughs> Nice. All right. So, hey, folks, stick around for the break. And I have some new art to show you because we just had some art commissioned by uh, a fantastic artist over on Twitter who did the new Victorian portraits that you'll be seeing very sh shortly. I just got them from them uh, earlier today and I'll show you during the break. And if you're listening to this later or not watching like like live or anything like that and can't watch the break for some reason, uh, go to our Discord. I'll post them inside of there pretty soon as well. I just realized that I screwed up last session and did not write down my XP. Uh, so last session you got a, a metric boat a buttload, which actually is an we got old, like seven. 
You got seven yeah. XP last session. I went from yeah. 15 Ooh. to 22. So, yeah, seven. Nice. Yeah, we, we got I'm just gonna go three from the chat and then... Turn on my fan real quick because it's nice. pretty warm. All right. And I had paid for mine three during the mid-season break, but I don't know when that'll actually That's take That's going to take some time and study. Yeah, okay. So you will you will get that uh, probably on the other side of the channel. Okay. Which doesn't exist, but hey. Um, all right, so, uh, but soon. Don't worry, soon. Um, if you can remind me after game, everybody who is uh, awaiting things, uh, remind me after game, I'll make a spreadsheet, like a shared spreadsheet that we can all use. Then okay, it'll be nice cool. and easy. So I'll... Cool beans. Because I know, I and I know we've talked about this, that I'm still waiting on my seeking, but we know when that's happening, so... We do. That's going to be happening at the exact right moment, and that will be available yep. to all of our Patreons on patreon.com slash darktales. It'll be great because uh, we'll podcast that thing. All right, so folks, uh, a couple of quick announcements. Uh, first of all, uh, next weekend, we will not be running Mage the Ascension of the Victorian 8. We'll not be running this game uh, because Dork Tales is participating in Onyx Path Publishing Con. So OPPCon is going to do uh, a channel takeover for the weekend where a bunch of games that are related to the World of Darkness and uh, the whole Paradox license, right? So uh, Chronicles and World, as well as some other games, are going to be broadcast right here on Dork Tales uh, through different storytellers, different groups. You can meet some maybe some some other streamers that you really like to watch um we though are going to be broadcasting an episode of mage the victorian age uh focused on the order of reason slash technocracy uh that is going to be broadcasting earlier in the day i believe we're at 11 30 or 12 uh the schedule will be up uh very shortly uh on saturday uh so just be earlier in the day broadcast for everybody uh with some familiar faces here maybe uh and then after that i'm also running ghost hunters so uh come it's a little two-hour romp where i'm gonna kill everybody i hope um and then i would like to die I, that's always fun i like dying in these games yeah it's kind of hard you, it doesn't you, happen very often i will i will do my best um uh, there's going to be a couple of other games i'm in a few games like i think i'm in an aeon game and a they came from game uh which is uh like horror schlock movies the role-playing game that uh, onyx path has made it's yeah jen you'd really dig these honestly you know who would dig them the most our friend dale dale would enjoy these games like nobody else um so be sure to come watch it it'll be a little one shot that will fill in some side details for the story it'll be a lot of fun uh besides that uh i think that's the big one uh we are getting more into summer which means that some of us have different events class things uh some of us are still taking like uh jen just started grad school uh so um there are going to be a couple of gaps in the schedule for mage the ascent in the victorian age we'll keep you appraised so that you know basically we're going to run most weekends uh we got about one a month ballpark that is going to be just there's an event or something um but be sure to check the schedule and it'll be really obvious when there's not going to be one and i will use that night for nefarious purposes and probably to work on our podcast so um that would be fantastic also if you like what we do here and you love the way that we look be sure to head over to patreon give us some some support over there and you'll get some exclusive behind the scenes stuff it's going to be fantastic um to be able to to start building up more of a repertoire because of our support on patreon and i think that's all the announcements i have um just new stuff coming on patreon opp con and then extra life is in august so we're doing extra life again this year uh and there are going to be some major world of darkness games there i'm actually going to be stepping up my wad playing there because i don't get to run them the rest of the time because i'm always running DD. so um i think that's it anybody else have any fun announcements all right that was easy uh, no, i'm just like i like your new haircut thank you mm -hmm. it's it's very fady 
I like your You're so wig. Faded man. I'm de I'm definitely faded. Uh, not as faded as these characters. Uh, because let's go ahead and start with a little recap. Last time on Mage the Ascension of the Victorian Age, the cast discovered that the box that Evelyn had stolen from the Order of Reason contained in it a tiny blue man comprised of light that claimed that he was from the future and something called a hologram. Uh, he asked them a favor to shepherd the box and to bring it to an old mentor of his that was still alive during the Victorian era. However, this seemed uh, as the kids would one day call it, hella sus. So the cast decided to go visit the Cult of Ecstasy over at Miss Falkland's Temple of Love, a well-renowned historical brothel in St. James Square. There, they met up with some of these uh, these members of the Cult of Ecstasy, or the, the uh, well, that's what they're going by in this, uh, and participated some most of you participated in a ritual where you got pretty drunk on absinthe and started projecting through time uh to find some stuff out and uh the rest of you discovered that um while they were in that state a gunfight had just begun outside on the street where you had left evelyn's mentor vivian freeman uh and you witnessed vivian being shot at by three members of the order of reason that participated in a uh, in a horse race with you uh i guess is a fun way to say that a few days prior um i think that about covers most of it also oscar wilde was there that about that about sum it up yep okay all right <clears throat> with... darcy got stoned instantly that's true you are very very high um all right so without further ado let's drop a little bit of opening fiction and then start the game <clears throat> Chapter 8 The top floor of Mrs. Falkland's Temple of Love was always reserved for exclusive clientele, and with good reason. The woman, who answered to the name Miss Falkland, more of a hereditary title than an actual name, hers was Odetta Headley, was more than happy to oblige with the wild soirees and bacchanals that provided her establishment with a whispered reputation and a stable source of income. In truth, when the current Miss Falkland had inherited the role from the woman she called her aunt, the agreement was already in place with the old French aristocrat named Manuel Braun. He was the perfect client, dull but lecherous, clever yet naive, and willful but easily bent. A few quick turns in the sack by her experts had wrapped him around their equally expert fingers. And then... One day, three years ago, some nasty business with a runaway horse cart had ended both their arrangement and Mr. Braun himself. Miss Falkland had been beside herself with dread, for she feared the lack of wealth and protection would leave her establishment in peril. Enter one Mr. Oral Spaven. This man was a walrus, stuffed into a three-piece suit, who stank of imported cigarettes and clove oil. He was charming enough with a low and silky voice, but his gentility was betrayed by his rough accent and vocabulary which was tinged with the occasional cock cockney inflection or word. It marked him, like the pox scars hidden beneath those bushy mutton chops, and revealed a man hiding from a past spent living beneath his current station. She pegged him as new money, likely criminal in nature, but who was she to judge? If a man were to make her fortune as a thug or snake oil salesman, did it spend any less truly than pounds earned honestly on one's back? Decorum is an affectation afforded to those without personal experience with the taste of hunger in their mouths. 
Spaven introduced himself as a friend of the late Mr. Braun and insisted that he take over all of the departed's payments, in cash, with deposit held for each following month. Her salvation in sight, Miss Falkland quickly decided that she didn't care where his money came from, nor what he and his eccentric crew of pleasant perverts did on the top floor. The fact that everything was kept off record was actually beneficial for her in the end, should something go wrong with the authorities. However, no sooner did he and his menagerie take over the loft than Miss Falkland began to notice strange things occurring. It began with the clocks. They would unwind themselves or refuse to turn. And then the girls would report slow nights, punctuated by bursts of activity so vigorous that many requested bombs and powders for the chafe. Miss Falkland had also noticed other peculiarities, like how the place never got dusty anymore, or how old portraits and paintings had seemingly been restored to their once captivating glory. But it was not until she witnessed the broken plates and glassware reconstituting themselves in front of her very eyes that she came to believe a singular truth. Mr. Spaven was actually an angel, there to watch over her heavenly works. How clever of God, after all, to hide such a divine being in a body so unappealing, so grotesque. And as a good Christian, Miss Falkland had vowed to remain vigilant for signs of evil, and so she kept an eye on the property, its patrons, and the goings-on in St. James Square for things that could threaten her patron, which is how she knew to trust her gut when the carriage pulled up, bearing a coterie of strange women, flanked by a pair of men far too pretty for their own good. The driver, an African, feigned boredom as he helped them out, but she watched from the window and saw a lack of servantile demeanor as well as the coterie's stiff body language. And she saw it for what it truly was, trouble. As they approached the front door, she swiftly made her way to her most trusted man, who was currently keeping his eye on a young cloth merchant, three gins too far into his own celebration. Lewis, she whispered to the broad-backed enforcer, something is awry. I need you to summon the constabulary to question the dark driver across the street. Lewis stepped to the window, pulled aside the curtain. He sucked on his teeth for a moment as he appraised the situation. Mum, not to argue, but I think he's just watching his horses. This one here is as drunk as a skunk, and I think he's hiding a pistol up his... Lewis, why do I pay you? To keep the peace. Let me do the thinking, dear. Go get someone. Lewis knew not to argue, so he simply gave her a nod and slipped out the front door behind a group of women who had just entered. Miss Falkland resumed her duties and kept a watchful eye on the newcomers. The bobbies would cost her a few pounds or rounds with the girls, but better to have them on hand in case her intuition was correct than to risk Mr. Spaven, who had become quite dear to her over the years. After all, Miss Falkland was not about to allow anything to harm her whale. So last time, game began uh, with you all being high up on the top floor. And uh, with that, uh, does anyone have anything they need to do before we begin? I don't think so. Okay. Not really. I'm just realizing that I don't know if I have one ex one willpower left remaining or if I have used one willpower because I, I apparently believe you were at can't. zero last episode. Uh, well, I have one little X marks in the box below the five willpower that I have, and I don't mm -hmm. mean, I don't know if I, that means that I had crossed it out to say I had used one. I was not mm -hmm. at zero. Hmm. But I'm just going to assume that I have one left, 
because I'll, that's sure. more in line with me as a person. Sure, I'll allow that. <laughs> okay. Um and uh Kelly, just to mm. say in the Zoom chat, I threw in uh because we were talking about the background destiny before game, and it's not as broken as I thought. I missed a line when I was reading it. So I corrected myself in our Zoom chat. Ah, okay, cool. So it's only oh they they've updated that for this edition. I like that. They have, used, yeah. used to be that you could only use it once per story and it was kind of weird. Now it's once per game session, but only if you've completely run out of willpower before whatever crisis you're, you're facing. <laughs> nice. All right. So um, I think you also said um, before game, you're sending out a link for something. I never got it. Uh, did I not send it? I think you might have done a PM to someone. Oh, I think I sent it to just, to just Jen. So yeah. Uh, no that I just wanted to do that before yeah. we got back into game because I was going to. All right. Well, with that, let's begin. Up on the top floor of Mrs. Falklands, the group of you sat around on the floor in a circle, your legs bent in that Indian style that kept you connected on the floor, staring at each other atop an old plush rug. The green liquid swirled as it combined with the constituted sugar, the melted sugar and water. It was bitter, and it bit deep as you drank of it. Nearby, Josephine and Evelyn watched you, as each of you, of course, Darcy, Chastity, as well as Amelia and Teddy, drank with your new friends, Mr. Oral Spaven, Mr. Dewey Arkham, and Miss Liza Sweeting. The potion struck like a viper, embedding itself into your hearts, and before long you all felt yourselves dissolve. Darcy, having never experienced something like this before, it feels like the plush carpet beneath you begins to sprout hair, growing and swelling like, like you're sitting in a jungle with its topiary spreading around you rapidly. Or perhaps you're shrinking. But for you, it was slightly different, Chastity. For you, it was like feeling the floor turn to jelly. Your motions became soggy. The green lights in your eyes began to flicker and dart across the room. And each of you could see the barest hint the outline of a green-skinned, nubile, young woman. Small, lithe, with a dancer's physique, she dances between each of you, running fingers down your cheeks, stroking your hair, gracing you with the briefest of kisses. And from outside of your circle, Josephine and Evelyn, you watch them. The drink takes hold quick, and they start acting goofy, quick, swaying as if a snake charmer with a flute were nearby and had it set on mage. A couple times you'll see one of them let out a gasp or a little moan will, will push through chapped lips as they lean into a touch that is invisible to you. And then outside, 
a gunshot rings out. Clear. I believe, Evelyn, you are the one that heard it, right? I believe you had like five successes or something ridiculous to hear it. Yes, I think I did. Sorry, I had to find my mouse okay. there for a minute. <laughs> a gunshot echoes up through the thick glass that overlooks the street of St. James Square. What do you do? You ran to the window, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, she ran to look out to see what was happening. And Josephine followed. Down below, you can see that there is a rush of motion. Three men, uh, two of which are astride horses. Another, the medium of the three, has hopped off and is rounding the edge of the carriage that Dr. Freeman is waiting at. As you rush up to the window, you can see that there are bits of wood still falling to the ground from where the side of the carriage has had its corner piece blown off by a stray bullet. Dr. Freeman is diving to the side in the moment, reaching for something underneath the seat. Everything is moving in slow motion, and I would like both of you to make me uh, an initiative roll, please. Can you remind me how we do that? Because okay. I've played other games in the Totally. <laughs> you roll a d10, and you add your dexterity and your wits to it. It only explodes if uh, you have a specialty in, like, fast reaction or something like that. Uh, 14. 14, okay. Also 14. And, okay, then what are your mods? What are, what are your bases? What are you adding to the dice roll? Uh, uh, seven. Six. Okay, so... Okay, Christine, roll me a d10. Okay. Uh, ten. Okay, re-roll. Ten. Okay. Okay, uh, Dr. Freeman. Okay, Dr. Freeman rolled very low. Uh... Pardon this one second. All right. As the sound of the music in the next room fades out of your out of your focus, you are going to see that Dr. Freeman reaches under the front of the carriage, looking for something beneath the seat there. Um, what do you do? Uh, Josephine, you see that Evelyn has ran to the window. You ran up next to her at the end of last game, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. So looking down and seeing that on the street side, what do you do? Um, what what is outside the window? So right like, up, is it straight down? It is a straight down drop. Uh, you are on the third floor. Okay. Uh, so you're a good about 40 feet up in the air. I would say at least. Um, it is a solid drop. Now, when I'm picturing this uh, off the top of my head, uh, St. James Square is, is you can find great Google images of it. Uh, but I'm picturing looking out the window of the Sanctum Sanctorum. This is where I'm going with this. There's a large expansive uh, circular window that you were looking down from, uh, kind of looking like a clock face there. And uh, as you glance down, you are going to be able to see that there is a, a bit of a distance between the front of the building and the street. I'd say about, about eight feet of just not really lawn, but more um, just a bit of a gap of stonework, followed by a short fence with spiked iron on top of it. Definitely not something you want to land on if you jump out. Outside is a double-wide street uh, that is mostly horseshit and dirt. 
uh, and on the other side of it, a um, actually, would it be at that? When did they start paving St. James Square? I'll look that up. But in the it's likely still cobble. Probably is. Um, well, anyway, um, well, as you're looking that up, mm -hmm. um, my uh, <laughs> Josephine's initial instinct is to back up a few steps, grab her carpet bag that she has, um, and then chant some stuff in Latin to cast Connect Shield as she runs through the window. <laughs> okay. Uh, with the carpet bag in front of her. <laughs> Okay, Wait, with what? The, with the carpet bag in front of you. Okay, uh, so I want you to give me a, give me an Arate roll. But this is going to be uh, so you are using Latin as your focus. Latin is your specialty, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, this is definitely going to be uncanny uh, as you are going down. I'm not going to say that it is actually catastrophic. So what I am looking for from you is uh, I need difficulty five. That's with the so minus one for it being Latin. Uh, and I have a picture that I pulled up of what what that area of London looks like. A painting. Cool. Um, and I have to determine what I'm putting successes towards first, right? Uh, yes, you should have a basic knowledge of it. So I'm assuming that it's yeah. on, you're using Forces 2 or Forces 3? Uh, oh, actually, force... that will just, so Forces 3 basically allows you flight, Forces 2 will allow you a slow fall. Um, I mean, I have forces three, um, but no, let's actually just do uh, slow fall. Okay, so I was thinking kinetic shield, but I'll actually do slow fall. Oh, were you just going to brace for the impact? Essentially, mostly because the kinetic shield would then be up when I was fighting with people with guns. You can you can do that <laughs> if you want. Yeah, I think I'll just do that. She okay. doesn't think about slow falls. <laughs> so I would put one success into duration and and the rest into power. Yeah. Okay. And your kinetic shield, is that a uh, dice of soak that it adds or armor? Uh, let me double check because I have that one as a root. I would think that the soak dice from the fall would be would be more preferable than armor. Yeah. Uh, da, da, da. I have it as cancel successes, so I'm, I think that's... Okay, sounds good. Yeah. So I believe that's armor, yeah, so... Yeah, uh, that's three successes. Three successes. Okay, so yeah. uh, that is going to be uh, minus two, basically two points of armor absorb yeah. absorption per turn. Uh, so yeah. give me one sec. Uh, you are jumping off the fourth floor. Uh, I will allow you a dexterity and athletics roll. Cool. Can I also use my cat-like balance? Uh, not, for, I, not for not landing. For okay. If you were trying to land on something specific rather than just jumping out. I'd give you a daredevil, though. Fair, yeah. Uh, did you, sorry, you said dex and athletics? I said dex and athletics, yeah. Uh, difficulty of six? Difficulty of six. Uh, that's three successes. Three successes, okay. So what I will do is I will do this nice and easy. I'll give you, a, let's see. You said you're at least 40 feet in the air. Let's say 50 just to make math easier. Sure. So that'll be yeah. Okay. All right. So you're going to add a tick of paradox to your sheet. So you're now at one paradox. I am uh, indeed. Uh, you are going to hit the ground pretty hard. Uh, however, between your dexterity roll and 
using that shield, uh, you are going to take. If I'm not second, one, two, three. Uh, you're going to take one point of bashing damage. Can I try and soak it? Yes, you may. No, that's cocked. I, I don't. Okay. <laughs> I think I, I hit the ground a little harder than I was anticipating. <laughs> you're, you, you can choose ankle or knee. Ankle or knee. Uh, ankle. Okay. All right. So you're going to, your ankle is going to come down a little, little iffy. Uh, and it's going to hurt. It's nothing that a quick soak in a tub won't fix later. Uh, you are down on the street. Um, okay. Back at the top. Uh, Evelyn, a- as you see this, the window is going to shatter in front of you. I need you to make me a willpower roll. Because the sudden the sudden distance of that fall is going to hit you, and you have a phobia of heights. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, one, Yes. So it's just a willpower roll. Um, yeah. Is that one die or you number roll, of willpower? You roll the number of current willpower. Okay. I am full from that nice rest. Before. Okay, what'd you get? Two. Two. Okay, let me just double check something so real quick. That uh, doesn't me, help me. <laughs> it does not. Too much. Give me one sec just to double check your flaw to make sure that I'm doing it right according to this edition. Uh, obsession, vanilla. So the one I have written down is that I need to succeed at least three successes in order to approach the object of your fears and deal with it head on. Yes. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, So looking at that, there is going to be a incredible drop in front of you uh, and you are going to see her leap out and hit the ground. You do not see if she gets back up immediately, um, nor are you probably looking. What would you like to do? Um, Well, before all that happened, I was going to try and whirl away and go see if I could find any bottles of alcohol or anything like that that I could shove a rag in and some chemicals to make like an irritating smoke for like a cover or something. All right. To help Freeman and now I guess Josephine. All right. That sounds good to me. So glancing around the room. So, fancy Electrodyne Molotov cocktails. I think I'm intending not so much for fire, but more for smoke. Maybe something that would irritate horses in particular so that they will want to get away, which might take the riders with them. Okay, that sounds that sounds potentially good. Um, Your spheres again are matter, entropy and Uh, entropy, matter and spirit. And eventually I will have prime. Okay, Um, I figured this is basically like chemical based, which is kind of her specialty. Okay, this will be this will be a bit weird, um, but you can try. Uh, are you just trying to create something with science, or are you trying to use magic? Um, mainly I think science. Maybe a touch of magic to make it more potent. Then I want you to do me a favor, and I want you to make me a wits and science roll at a difficulty of a uh, difficulty of eight to come up with a MacGyver solution. Yes. Okay. Three. Three at difficulty eight? Yes. Okay. Uh, glancing around the room, uh, you will find that there are a number of strange chemicals there that appear to be imbibed or, Im- or for imbibing. Uh, you think you might be able to rig something together that would... Let's see. Well, there's some... 
boom, boom, boom. Just doing a quick check, as well as a, um, a pistol that is sitting on a nearby table. You think you could probably rig something together that would create a bright flash or sound. Okay. That would be good. Let's try doing that. Sure. Okay, so you will start doing that this round. I'll make you do... Um, so you'll assemble all the things this round. Next round, you'll mix them. Yeah. And I do have concentration, so this shouldn't be distracting me from I this. noticed, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, down on the street, um, one of the men on horseback, the the smaller of them. Now, each one of these men is dressed in a three-piece suit, black with a black tie and crisp white shirt. Uh, each of them is bald, hairless, eyebrowless, with these kind of milky eyes um, that are behind smoked glasses. Each is wearing a crisp black hat that matches their outfits perfectly. Their horses, black as well, appear to be fairly unperturbed. They not are they not even wearing blinders or anything like that. The smallest one trots over, uh, sees you fall from the window. Josephine turns. Ah, but of course is going to turn, aim a gun, and fire at you. Uh, would you like to do a reflexive dive for cover? I would absolutely love to do that, cool. please. Okay, you are behind enough cover, I'll allow this. So you're about about across the street, so you got about, about 60 feet. He's going to raise his pistol. Uh, give me a dexterity and athletics roll. Let's say it's difficulty 8, because you are trying to dodge an incoming bullet. However, these are much slower like and more obvious guns. Okay. I do not succeed. Okay. Did you botch? No. Okay. All right. So a lot of twos, but no ones. Okay. I'm gonna spend a willpower on this. Uh. Oh my god. Uh. Oof. One, two, three, four. Okay. That's five successes. Hmm. Uh. Good. Good. <laughs> uh. So I'm gonna roll my damage on this, which is. Okay. Not as bad as it could have been. I will. I will not lie. Uh, not great. So you have an armor of two up right now. Yep. Fantastic. Uh, there, a bullet is going to rip across. Uh, I'm going to because you were behind. I said there was a fence and a guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to give you a point of armor just for basically being behind some form of cover, if not full cool. cover. Uh, so you're only going to take three levels of lethal damage. Uh, a bullet Excellent. is going to slam into your into your upper chest uh, on the right side, uh, slamming into your shoulder joint and wedging itself in the bone there. Uh, Ow. The, me- the medium-sized one is going to round the side of the carriage uh, and raise his gun at Dr. Freeman. Is going to try a point-blank shot at the man. Dr. Freeman is going to try to dodge out of the way. Uh, one moment, please, while I do this. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, four successes. I don't know why I said five. Uh, Dr. Freeman has six dice to dodge and will spend a willpower. Uh, that will be... That's not enough, unfortunately. Uh, a bullet is going to slam into him. However... Um, quick reminder, uh, just because we agreed on some house rules for here. Were we using ones for damage dice? Like when we roll damage, were we ones do reduce damage dice? Was that the rule we were going with? Like if I punch you in the face, because I rolled two ones, a six, and an eight, so this is important. 
It is important, and I don't remember. I do not remember. Okay. I can't remember off the top of my head either. If anybody wants to skim M20 and see if they made an exclusive ruling on this, that'd be great. Uh, in the meanwhile, I will just say that a gunshot goes off um, and uh, strikes Dr. Freeman. Uh, and then the large one uh, is going to round on his horse and try to ride up alongside of the carriage uh, and uh, level a shot as well. He is a, he's an okay shot, actually. Okay. Uh, and Dr. Freeman does not have a secondary dodge this round. Uh, there is a blast from a small hand cannon. Uh, and on that one, you will see that there is a spray of blood that erupts into the air uh, as a bullet slams into his back and up out through his rib cage. Uh, Dr. Freeman, for his trouble, uh, is going to yell... Uh, and grab something underneath the seat uh, and is going to jam it into his thigh. Uh, spend a willpower on that. Ooh, that's three successes. That's not quite enough to get what he wants, but uh, he doesn't have time, so he is going to let that unleash there. Uh, one moment, please. That's going to go. Okay. Um, you are going to witness Dr. Freeman slam a syringe into his thigh and plun and drop the plunger. Um, there's going to be this sound of ripping fabric as it starts with the thighs and moves up the sleeves into the shoulders as his shirt and pants begin to tear away from his frame, revealing an obscene amount of muscle similar to a Clydesdale. Uh, and he is going to do a full leap as his movement action, clearing all of the horses present and landing in the street some 20 feet away. Uh, that's his turn. Uh, top of the initiative, we have Josephine. Josephine, you are on the street. Um, there is blood dribbling down the wound in your shoulder. Yep, yep, it is. Um, how far am I from them in terms of like... I mean, obviously one of them shot me, but... About, about 40 feet, I'd say. So they're across okay. an old Victorian street large enough for two horse-drawn carriages to not slam into each other. And you're behind about another eight feet of wall. Well, eight feet of, of okay. uh, yard. Um, and the wall, like, if you, I went up to it, would I be able to kind of have cover and also see over it? Or is so it too tall for that? I am assuming that this wall, this is a waist-high wall with, um, uh, with like, gaps. Uh, about, about ten feet of gap and then kind of a... Um, like a palisade, is palisade the right word? But basically like the wall goes whoop and then it goes kind of crenulation. Okay, yeah. With like, yeah. you know what I'm talking about, like with like the, the kind that have the old wrought iron fences sticking out of them. Cool. Space. Can I hi hide behind one of those and potentially shoot from there? Absolutely. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> That's a great idea. All right, so uh, aiming your gun over, uh, you can see the scene in front of you. Um, the big one is partially obscured. The medium-sized one has his back to you and the small one is still astride a horse with a gun aimed at you that just took your shoulder off. 
Um, I'm going to go over the one with his back turned because fuck that guy. <laughs> okay, that sounds fantastic. Go ahead and give me a dexterity and firearms roll. Uh, if, are you supplementing this. this with magic? Yes. Yes, I okay. am. Okay, then I want you to give me a forces roll. This will be at a... How are you doing this? Um. So this is... Let's see. Where's my... Where's my magic? Ah, magic. <laughs> um, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm probably just going to say um, ad undus, which is effectively to the waves or to hell. Um, okay. As I'm like, um, that's me summoning the power of forces into my gun. <laughs> Sounds great. A particularly powerful gunshot is not even like uncanny. So what I need you to give me on this, uh, if you're using forces two, just to amplify, is yeah. give me difficulty of three. That's four successes. Oh, balls. Okay, so you must hit with this shot for it to work. It is a dexterity yes. and firearms roll. Uh, do not forget that you have wound penalties. Yes, you're correct. I need to just double check where I'm at with that. I think it's just, it's the box that I'm in, right? Not the box below or? Uh, it is the it is the box below. It is the box below, okay. If I'm not, cool. well now I can't remember. God, it's been forever. Right? Give me one oh, second. I am gonna spend a willpower though. <laughs> uh, you Did you spend a willpower on the casting? No. No, I, I um, rolled a 10. Among okay. my many we, successes. <laughs> we are using that rule that magic is great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so go ahead. If you're doing um, a willpower to suppress. Or to... Um, or to, um, to suppress wound penalties. Oh, yeah. I guess I can do that. <laughs> I was thinking automatic success, but... Oh, yeah. That works, too. Your call. But... Uh, Auto success. Auto success means that you hit with that force a shot. That might this be the true. that might be the smart uh, option. Yeah, even though it's it's I'm currently two dice down on my four dice roll. So <laughs> let's see. Uh, difficulty six. Difficulty or, of six. Yeah. It's a pretty straightforward shot. I rolled a ten and a one. <laughs> okay, but that you spent the willpower, but right? Auto success, yeah. Okay, so uh, I need you to do me a favor, roll your base damage for your gun. Cool. Uh Gotta look that up because okay. I have it here somewhere. And I'm just double checking your wound penalties real quick because, yeah, yeah bruised, you have no penalties. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so the, the health chart, chart actually explains it. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Um, I, did, I didn't get anything extra anyway, so that's okay. fine. <laughs> um, but I will roll my damage. And I'm guessing tens don't explode on damage if we're not doing. Tens do not explode on damage. Cool. Um, uh, I did three. Sounds good. And uh, then do me a favor. Uh, we were doing forces as auto damage, weren't we? Or are we doing them as dice? This is what happens when we take an eight month holiday. Right? I think we were doing it as auto damage. Yeah, I think it was auto damage for forces. We looked that up Thanks. for Darcy, because so. Darcy, that's how Darcy Okay, does so uh, that is going that's to be serious. how much for the first one? Three? Uh, yeah. Okay, so that's three, and you got four successes, which I'm using the old house rule, so that is nine points of forces damage. One, two for each success, plus one at the top. 
because forces is always more destructive, which means that is 12 lethal damage to this guy's back. One moment, please. <laughs> uh, okay, well, that's a failed soak roll. Uh, okay. Um, there is going to be a gunshot that rips out through the night, and it is going to strike uh, the small one in the back of the head. Uh, and there is going to be an explosion of matter, like slamming a hammer into a, a small, like an overripe plum. And the man is going to fall off of his horse and hit the ground violently. All right. Uh, and you're going to duck behind cover, I'm assuming? Yes. Yes, all, please. All right. Back up above. Um Evelyn, go ahead and make me a a dex and science roll to mix this quickly. Uh, what's the difficulty? Difficulty of this, mixing it quickly. Uh, I'm going to say seven. Uh, four successes. Okay. Uh, you can you can finish mixing all of this. The the concoction that you are working on is going to start to fizz and foam over. Okay. Uh, and I think what she's going to try and do is she can't get too close to the window because she's too freaked out by it, mm. too scared. So she's going to get as close as she can. And she's not very strong, so I think she's going to try and underhand toss it because that's an easier way to do it, an easier way to control. Okay. Through the window and try and get it out far enough that it'll hit the street. Okay, um, you will be able to do so at the uh, at the beginning of your next turn. Okay. Uh, okay, and at the same time, she'll try and yell something. Okay, like just Josephine. Okay, <laughs> and through so uh, maybe Josephine looks. <laughs> I don't want to jinx it, but I'm just envisioning you hitting Josephine in the back of the head with this. <laughs> she's gonna try not to, but she's not looking. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> so that's why she's yelling your name, so that hopefully you will get enough of a heads up to dodge. All right, uh, down on the street, as you yell that up, you will hear. We're going to need a new brother. From the big one, the medium-sized one looks up. Major. After, after the big one, if you don't mind. Oh, girly. You'll hear a click and the sound of brass hitting the ground. I've got a special bullet for you. And you're going to hear this high-pitched ringing noise. Uh, okay, one moment. I'm going to say that Stone is going to give you four health levels worth of absorption. Uh, let's see, I just know you're behind it. So this is going to be... First off, that. Three successes. Uh, Dex. Firearms. And... Oh, that one saved your life. Oh, man. Uh, so that's, that's two successes, three successes with the willpower. Uh, so that is going to hit that. But that means... Pardon me while I do some math here. So that is plus, oh. Okay, I gotta roll damage real quick, pardon me. 
Okay, so basic on the gun is that. think your life just got saved by a single one on my roll, Jen. Uh, one, two. Yep, it's not going to be great for you, but it was not as bad. Uh, behind there, you're going to hear this high pitch and then a flash and the sound of a like a mortar shell firing, but you're going to hear it both internally and externally. And the bit of stonework you are hiding behind is going to explode as a bolt of primal energy is going to slam into it. Uh, that is going to completely eradicate the column you're hiding behind. Uh, two points of that are going to go into your um, into your shield. I am going to give you a difficulty nine dex and athletics roll if you want to take it to hit the okay. deck. Okay, I would I would like that, please. <laughs> okay, it's difficulty nine because, but basically because it was such a wide structure, there was a chance it might not hit you, so that's why I'm giving it to you. Fair. Uh, can I spend a willpower? Uh, sure. Cool. Watch you roll all ones now. Oh God, don't say it. I'm I'm I don't have Amy's dice, so. <laughs> it's true. It's true. That's more ones than I'd like, but. Still but, one, one success? Uh, two with the willpower. Perfect. All right. You will not take aggravated damage. However, the cover is completely blown. Um, you are going to be cut up. It's not going to do any damage to you, um, but you are going... All of your cover has been destroyed. Bits of nicks and cuts are all over your face and hands from the broken, the broken brickwork. Um, you've got like a sliver of mortar quarter of an inch from your eyeball embedded right in the soft meat of your temple um all right so good uh freeman and major uh major is going to ride his horse up and try to do a tackle uh they are going to start being engaged in a fight um as they start wrestling on the ground uh and top of the initiative again with josephine josephine what do you do Okay, so um, I've hit the deck, right? Yes. So on the ground, um, which is fine. Uh, do I hear like approaching footsteps or horse hoofs or anything? Yes. Or has he stopped? Or, okay, he's approaching? He sounds like is headed over to check his handiwork, yes. Okay. Um, I would like to... Um, to try and like lay still in the rubble um okay. and but as maybe not perfectly still because um i want to grab one of my prime bullets that mm -hmm. has enochian etched on it and just needs okay. a latin phrase to activate and i would if, like to load that into my gun please <laughs> all right sounds good i you if you're trying to remain still i want you to make me a favor and do me a dex and subterfuge roll Oh, yeah. Great at that. I have no subterfuge. <laughs> well, I believe in you. Yay. Um, actually, I'm going to spend another willpower because... Okay. Sounds okay. good. <laughs> Difficulty six. Difficulty of six. 
that is two successes. Two successes? Okay. Okay, you're amidst the rubble, so I'll say this is difficulty eight. Okay. Alright, sounds good. You will load that bullet. Are you doing anything else? Or just Um I want to wait until either he's a little bit closer or I start hearing him do something else, like that high-pitched whine. You're already dead over there. Oh, that was no fun at all. Come on, Bobbit. You'll hear clip, clop, held action. Uh, Evelyn, let fly. Okay. Uh, definitely. Give me a yes. dex and athletics roll. Uh, make it, a, <laughs> make it a, you're throwing it underhanded without looking outside, giving it a difficulty eight to put it down somewhere you have, you're not quite sure. Yeah. I'm basically, oh, you know what? I'm nope, looking at the me. wall to see the window. Give me this. You have, did you take lightning calculator? Yes. Okay. Never mind. Giving me a difficulty six. Nice. Because I have trajectory. the mathematics to, yeah. Yeah. Just use your trig. <gasps> oh my goodness. <laughs> Three tens. Get bent. A four. <laughs> Three tens and a five. Thank you, Christine's dice. Okay. Uh, there is a... Uh, there is the sound of something falling through the air. And then strike on the ground and a sudden flash of light. Uh, I need... Uh, I need Josephine. Uh, please do me a favor and uh, make me a... Uh, this is going to be, make me a stamina roll, but at a plus two. Josephine probably also just barely hears a shriek of Josephine as it comes, something comes whistling out. Okay. So this is basically to not be blinded by this. You're looking at the ground. So I think this will be pretty easy. Uh, stamina on medial is a fail. And... Uh, uh, one success. One success. You are not blinded and... I will say, truth be told, uh, there is something to be said for for order of reason horses. The horse doesn't flinch. The horse is going to like whinny and kick back. Uh, but there's going to be a bright flash of light. You're going to hear bloody hell, and um, the horse is going to rear up just a little bit. Uh, and as it does, um, the medium-sized one is going to let out a shock of pain. There's a chance he might be blinded. Okay, I'm going to... Uh, yeah, I'm going to try and shoot him. Okay, sounds good. Go ahead. Okay. I'm, it's the same round, so I can't spend another willpower. Correct? Because I spent you, one to be still. Yeah, you cannot spend another willpower. Cool. Okay, uh, so I need your Arate roll. Yep. Now here's the fun part. Yep. My eyes are blinded, but my magic isn't. So uh, I'm going to attempt a counter magic roll. Okay. Uh, difficulty eight. Okay. Um, uh, how many success? How many successes do you have? Four. Four. Okay. You have two. Okay. I will take two. Okay. He managed to get, uh, on difficulty eight, he managed to quash down two points of, or two successes. Okay. Okay. Uh, good roll. Uh, please do me uh, the honor. That's another, uh, it's a prime shot this time? Yeah. 
Okay, so that is going to be four levels of aggravated damage if you hit. Um, you have a dexterity and firearms roll to make, please. I do indeed. Uh, he may not dodge this. <laughs> uh, you're not getting any bonuses because he is a distance away and still, like, the horse is rearing up a bit, but he has no way of, like, losing this. So. Uh, sorry, difficulty six? Difficulty of six. That is two successes. With your wound penalty, still two? Yep. Okay, all right. So I need you to do me a favor and roll me. Uh, what is your revolver's base damage? Uh, it is uh, Four or five. six. Six. Oh, damn, it's a big one. It's a heavy. Oh, okay. Uh, then yeah. please do me a favor and roll seven dice of damage. It's <laughs> uh, cocked. Difficulty six. Difficulty of six. One, two, three. Six. Six damage. Okay, ten levels of... Okay, let, let me just do a quick. Okay, so I'm, I'm gonna explode him. <laughs> All right, there is a cacophonous blast out of your gun. Uh, add a point of paradox to your total. Yep, just gonna uh, rack him back up again. <laughs> and uh, you are going to fire a bolt of hellfire uh, directly through his center, leaving a crater the size of a wicker basket. He'll look down at it for a moment. A bit of blood will burble out of his lips and sizzle as it touches the flesh on the outside, which is starting to crackle and burn. Um, Josephine's going to stand up and just be like, don't call me puppet. <laughs> and he's going to fall onto the ground. Um, all right. Uh, meanwhile, on the edge of the action, uh, you are going to hear a horrible squelching sound and uh at this point uh josephine do me a favor uh would you like to make a dex and dodge roll i would love to okay let's put a willpower on dex this. and athletics then sorry dex and athletics yes yeah oh my god uh difficulty of six difficulty of six um, am I able to use cat-like balance on this? Uh, no. Two. Okay. All right. Uh, that is going to be four, um, successes that I got through. Um, uh, thankfully you still have a shield up. I do. <laughs> uh, Okay. Uh, oh, God. Um, one moment, please. Oh, God. That was cocked. Oh, God. Um, okay. There's going to be a wet squelching sound and then a... And as you lower your gun, you're going to try to dodge out of the way, but this massive ball is going to hit you like someone's throwing a bowling ball at you it slams into your chest you are going to take one two three four five uh six levels of damage minus your two points for a shield uh so that's gonna be four points of lethal damage uh-huh i'm unconscious you are slammed back 
And the last thing that you see as you slump down the wall is the object that was thrown at you was Dr. Freeman's head. Ripped from its torso by the hulking, black-suited man. The face is basically flattened against your chest. Your ribs cave in. And up above, um, Evelyn, you can see that as the light clears, you can see the man in the black suit tear the head away and hurl it. Out of the corner of your vision. Meanwhile, the rest of you. For once, you were drinking and observing and feeling out the darkness and depth of that wonderful bitter flavor. You fall down down and inside of this darkness Darcy and chastity there's a sudden flash and then another you're walking through a hallway lined with dark rich velvet Every time you speak to each other, there will be an echo in the air. The sound of ticking grows loud in the distance. And the sound of tearing. And the sound of warping. And suddenly, you are flying up and through. You're in a large room. It's immense. The size of... The size of a church. With all the pews pulled out. It's stark white. Bright windows line the walls, and you watch as these windows flicker and shift. The images on them were showing the outside world, and now they show other things. Streams of words. Pictures. Do any of you have... Do either of you have science? No. Nope. Okay. It's English. Flashing across the screen, but some of the words are well beyond your understanding. It looks similar to, like I said, a church, a school. A, but the machines inside of here are immense. They're what look to be pistols with tapered barrels. Others emit light and appear to be almost like drawing beams of the things across different streaking bits of metal, cutting deep into the metallic flesh. There are windows, cages almost, around many of these devices that are working on their own, like robotic limbs? Each of them shaped like serpents or garden hoses. 
Many look like the needle on phonographs, actually, but working of their own design, dipping and cutting. The room is dim. The lights are at half capacity. And then you'll see them flash. And the sound as lights turn on toward the front of the room. There's the sound of metal on metal sliding with a and a young woman attractive strangely dressed in a long white coat like a doctor wearing things underneath dark pants made of some type of denim ripped in many places so scandalously that you could see her knees you wonder if she was accosted on the way here or perhaps fell down A shirt, a basic tunic, with so many different words and designs slathered across it that it looks incoherent. And worst of all, her hair, cut short, is dyed a strange color along the fringe. Bright, bright blue, like the color of lightning on an autumn afternoon. She walks forward. What do you do? Where are you focusing? Chastity's looking at this person. I want you to make me a uh, perception and alertness roll. Now, as to my understanding, I have penalties to my pools for perception right now. Uh, yes. We have a minus three. Minus three yes. dice. Yes. Yeah. So, so it was perception and alertness, alertness you said? Alertness, yes. Okay. Uh, Darcy, if you're looking around, you may do this as well. All right, I am rolling one die. Okay. Okay. Yeah, uh, me too. Amelia yep. will roll as well. Amelia got three successes. What the fuck, Amelia? And Teddy oh, is down two. Difficulty six. Teddy got one success. So he can fill in gaps later. One. One? One. Above, there is a sudden flash of light, and you realize that the roof of this room, which stands tall, like I said, like a church, like, like a cathedral, above you, a storm is brewing. Water is pouring down on a never-ending torrent. The lights flicker slightly. The woman steps forward. So one success, and how many did you get, Darcy? One each? Okay. You'll see that she has a badge hanging from her left breast pocket of the white coat. A. Morris. It has a photo of her wearing large spectacles. There's a sudden flash of light up ahead. The Hello? man... The man from the, from the box standing there. Morris, I would strongly recommend against this course of action. Think of what you're doing. She disregards and walks through him. 
The light of his body, now full grown for a man, fizzles around her. Ainsley, I'm not kidding. This is not a good idea. Shut up, Tom. You're just a hologram, she says. And swipes a card key along a box where you'll see inside of this this glass cage is the device. Hello? Beside you, Oscar leans forward. There's a good chance this is just an observation. I would say that interference would be quite difficult. So we're just here to watch? Hmm. We're here to see what this... what this shows us. This is really strange, Amelia says, wandering around the scene, looking at everything. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm gonna get a closer look, and Tassie's gonna move up and try and go right up next to the person. Darcy's gonna go towards the box. You're gonna see that there are a number of things flashing across this small little, little window next to the box. Words like access denied, words like invalid credentials, words like password not accepted. And then a small device is plugged into the side of it, slotted in. It makes a tic-tac noise. As she types away at it, a small board covered in typesettings and then the error messages on the screen turn green and vanish. I'm gonna wave a hand in front of her face. She pauses for a second, sniffs the air. She's gonna, Chad's gonna turn back to, was it Oris or? What's his face? Oral? Oral. Oral. Are you... Are you sure this is just... Uh... Technically, vision. we're looking at the... Yes, it should be. We're looking at the past of the device. The, the past of the device, which is our... Our future. Or... The future. Yes. But it's easier to look into the past of the device and to look into the future. The device's past is set. The future may not be. Hmm. Chess is gonna reach towards the name badge and like Your hand's gonna it go and, like, right through. Oof. That's... Sorry. It's just sort of like... Hmm. Darcy's gonna be looking around for like notes of anything on any desks sure. or Sounds good. Um, you can go ahead and make me another, uh, make me a perception and investigation roll. Um, so, um, I'm rolling no dice. You, yeah, basically. So I, I fail, I guess, right? Uh, you can spend a willpower. Sure, I'll do that. Sure. I mean, that's an auto success. You have zero dice, so. Yes, yes, uh, no, I've, I've never done a thing. I've never there, had There's no, no dice chance to roll, dice so. mechanic in Old Wad, so. 
I don't uh, know what a chance dice even is. So in Chronicles of Darkness, you always roll at least one dice, but it only Ooh. succeeds on a one or a ten. Oh, okay. Um, so and if it's a succeeds one, on a ten, and yeah. then sorry, it only it, it dramatically fails on a one. That's what I mean. Yeah. Ah, okay, cool, cool. I just know what happens when you have none. It's like okay. Uh, yeah, that doesn't really come up very often in, in World of Darkness. Huh. Uh, the willpower will all out. Uh, so what you'll do is you'll spend the willpower to suppress your 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 penalties for a minute. That's the way it would work. Then is you'd spend the willpower to suppress whatever like penalties you're struggling with. So the minus three. So and then you'd roll as normal. So. Okay. So perception and investigation. Now. Okay. All right. Let's do the three. Um. Against a difficulty of six. Against a difficulty of six. Uh, I still I rolled a one and a seven and a four, so I just fail. Okay. Uh, glancing around, you'll see a couple of things. You will recognize that you can't make much sense of them, but you'll look down and you'll see that some of the notes on a nearby table where she spread her things out, you'll see a symbol, a triangle. A triangle with a an eye embedded in it. Not exactly sure what's going on here. Where where are we? Arkham says, looking around. The future, says Sweeting. Is most entertaining. I would expect the future to have better decor than this. Oscar says. Wouldn't you agree, Dewey? As he turns to speak to Dewey, Mr. Arkham is gone. On the floor where he was standing, you see the outline of a set of shoes fading away as if the moisture from coming in from the rain were evaporating. Well, that's not normal. What? What? What's going on? Yeah, what, what's going on? I'm not sure. Keep your eyes about you, says Mr. Spivvy. Right. Um. Now, we're already in, in effect. Yes. Am I able to do additional time magic while I'm here to sort of, like, Maybe. time sight? What are you trying to do? Just time sight? I mean, part of the point of this was to verify that this is the future, mm -hmm. and that the box is from the future. And get Go ahead, me. give me a difficulty of three, please. Okay, now... Actually, yeah, difficulty three is the lowest it could go. Yeah, and because it's time magic, I don't reduce any dice nope. from my pool. Time difficulty, your time difficulty is three. Okay. It is the lowest you can go. Cool. So I rolled a ret. Yeah, because I have time two, so I should be able to do something with that. Okay. Uh, hmm. And do one subtract for magic rolls? Yep. Okay, so that's one success then in that case, because I got an eight, a seven, and a one. Eight, seven, and one. Fantastic. All right. So, uh, as you as you do that, you are going to, um, you're going to have a brief flash looking at the the time energies around here. Now, are you looking for... What are you using time sight to do? Are you looking for, for chronology, or are you looking for, like, time distortions? 
guess distortions. You are going to see distortion energy going around each and every one of you. You are not meant to be here. And it's like this glow, this warbling, like, pulse that's rising from the core of each of your beings. But you're also, glancing back, are going to see a soft halo where Mr. Arkham was a moment ago. Can I get a perception and alertness roll from all of you? All right, I think I'm still rolling one dice for this. Yeah, same. <laughs> I rolled a three. I rolled a five. Nice. Okay, so neither of you see anything. That's great. This is totally gonna go well. I can tell. Amelia, <laughs> Amelia goes, what was that? What was that? What? There was a... There was a noise. Teddy turns. I think I heard something too, like crunching. Yeah, like s sand. I didn't hear anything. Over on the other side of this large chamber, you see a little glass case around the device opens, and Morris begins working on it. The man made of light continues this lecture series. You don't know what you're doing. Destabilize. I, I'm not sure exactly what you think you're doing, but you're going to get killed doing this, Ainsley. This isn't. This isn't what it was designed for. This wasn't what I intended. What did you intend then? She says. Not even pausing to look back just continuing to flip switches to prime something. Because it seems like you designed this just to see if you could. Seems like a lot of wasted privilege to me. If this is about providence... Hologram off. She presses a button on something in her hand. And the man vanishes. And on the other side of him, as you were walking around, you saw through him. And you could see that Mrs. Sweeting was on the other side, kind of circling around, her blonde hair billowing as she moved. But as he vanishes, so does she. Sweeting's gone. And you'll see a single silver hair floating to the ground where she was standing a minute ago. This is very strange. Um, uh, yeah. um uh, Amelia and uh, Teddy, um, just, just stay together. I need, I want to see what, what she's doing, okay? Um, could Darcy put up her, um, her life site to try and detect if anyone else is here? Absolutely. Go ahead. Give me a roll. Difficulty of, uh, difficulty of three. Okay. <laughs> uh, tens don't explode on magic, right? They do. Uh, oh, they, they do. just can't. Sweet. Yeah, they do. Four successes. I rolled ten, nine, nine, nine. Okay. 
glancing around the room, you will see that she is the only life form here. You don't even register. Huh. Interesting, and she'll drop it. Okay, she is the only life form present. Uh, you'll be able to basically get four successes. You'll be able to detect her life pattern. She is a uh, she's human. Uh, she's female. Uh, she is. Quick glance would say she's about twenty nine. Okay. Uh, she is uh, has had significant trauma to her lower spine in the past. Um, that seems to be working just fine now. Um, it looks like significant damage and repair work has been done. Like, super surgery type of things. Um, and she does not presently have a menstrual cycle, is something you will notice. Um, you'll be able to get, with four successes, to understand her endocrine levels precisely. And it seems mm -hmm. like she's put the kibosh on that. Um, beyond that, trying to think of any other things. Um, and do you have any questions about her anatomy or, or things? Um, oh, is there any way to, um, oh, life would, um, Could Darcy try and combine it with Primes to get a sight of her, like, if she's a mage? Mm, not easily, no. Okay, okay. Curious. Uh, um, but yeah, she. otherwise, she seems, like, healthy. She doesn't seem like she's losing it or anything. Very healthy. No, like... no very physically healthy, yeah. Oh, uh, she has quite a few like scars. Scars. Uh, mostly surgical okay. but you're going to see a couple of places that looks like potentially skin grafts and as you're looking around uh, I don't really like see this type of thing oral we'll say it's uh A bit weird looking this far. He stops talking. Oh, this is a good show. Oral's gone, Oscar says. Has this happened before when you've done any sort of ritual like this? No. We should maybe hurry up. Can, can um, we end, can we end end this at all? Um, Oscar will smile. Well, Oral could, but he's not here. Uh, well, that's that's just fantastic. That's fantastic. Great, <laughs> great. We're. We're stuck until we ride it out. We're stuck in this forever. Or whatever pulls them out, pulls us out. Can I get a willpower roll from you, each of you? Uh, sure. And willpower is that our total willpower, or how many we have left? Uh, that's your have left. Okay. Okay. Which means I'm rolling one because that's what we decided. Okay. I rolled a five. 
You rolled a five, um, okay. I rolled uh nine eight eight. Nine eight eight, okay, sounds good. I don't like the sound of this at all. Uh this is really not where I want to be right now. <laughs> Teddy kind of looks at you. You can hear that, right? Hear what? Scratching. It's almost like, and as you're looking at him, you'll see in his shadow. He's the only one of you casting a shadow besides the woman. And then you realize it's not a shadow. It's a Wait. hole. T Teddy, what? Move. What? And as that happens, a pair of hands are going to latch around his ankles and pull him through the floor. The hands are made of writhing sand. De Ship! Can I she will attempt to reach for and grab him. Stupid You'll or not. You'll hear another yelp over your shoulder. And Oscar Wilde's gone. Destiny! And Amelia is gone. Okay, um, 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 can we get, can I get us, um, back to back chess? <laughs> An old dry cough goes throughout the room, even as you hear the woman working on the machine. It's time to fix some shit, she says. Am I able to grab Darcy's hand? Yes, you are. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't if I can. Uh, One of the walls I, falls away. It shatters open like a house of cards, falling out of your periphery, out of reality. Just get out of here. what is happening, Chess? I don't know. Um, Jazz is gonna try and. Is there anything I can do to pull us out of this? Make me a, make me an Arate roll, please. All right. Tell me what you get. Can I spend willpower? I have one left. Sure. Cool. It's an eight, a three, and a one. Sounds good. All right. So two successes. Um you are going to spin and push and uh, Darcy is going to just fade as you push her in a good way like she just dissolves like waking up from a dream the other walls are going to fall away leaving you just on that sterile ground behind you, the sound of the machine powering up, and then the ground falls away from you, and everything is dark. And in the distance, across the dark expanse, the sound of a footfall, slow, and dragging and the sound of a clock 
echoes around you. It seems you're trespassing. A voice comes into focus behind you. But you've been known to do that before, haven't you, Miss Goodwin? Not intentionally. <laughs> Causality is not based on intention. Young lady. So now what? Hmm. You and I have a little chat. What do you say? You smell old books. And you can hear this horrible noise behind you. Chastity is looking f like forward. She is not... She keeps wanting to turn to look behind her, but she isn't. As you're standing there, keeping your head focused in front of you, in your periphery, an impossibly pointy nose looms over your shoulder. The flesh of the man standing there is pale. His hair wisps like cobwebs. His nose and chin jut forward like a knife. His skin, nothing wrinkles there are some things that even your kind are not meant to know you you are a girl comprised of hubris errand would you take it back if given the chance I don't understand take what back you and your lot were not meant see that far beyond the here no two wrongs don't make a right yes I, I take it I take it back just there will be a pen <laughs> a penalty transgression What kind of penalty? The balancing of the scales. 
it's not my choice. A choice. It's not always about choice. I hope that we do not meet again, Miss Chastity. Goodwin. And if we do, no that I gave you the opportunity to be better. <laughs> Ta-ta for now. Wait, I don't understand. You're standing in the darkness. The nose has vanished from next to your face. You will. He's coming. He's coming. Who's... Who's coming? The one who vanished in the fire. So it's a, it's a very basic procedure, really. You're all sitting around. You take the absinthe. Enjoy a nice, well, a nice vision around us. Chas, Chastity. Teddy leans forward and snaps his fingers. What? You ready to get drunk? You zoned out for a minute. We'll try not to be too funny, ladies, he says, waving at Josephine and Evelyn. Right. Right, I zoned out for a moment. Um... You, you, you know, I, I don't know that this is necessary, actually. You're talking about you dragged us all the way down here. Uh, Darcy, make me a willpower roll, please. Okay, I was going to say, does Darcy remember this? Make me a willpower roll, difficulty of eight. Current willpower. Um, shit. What'd you get? Um, I botched. Okay. Uh, you, oh boy. Um, you have absolutely no recollection of anything that happened. Cool. Love uh, it. Great. On top of that, uh, I'm watching you. I'm adding a paradox to your total. So, I'm he's watching out of you. willpower. Yes. I have destiny. Can I use that to regain a willpower? You may. You, you, you exactly? will remember this. Cool. That's, that's awesome. Um, but how do I regain the willpower? Does it just happen or uh, so you roll you, the dice? You roll the dice. You how many, many dots you have? I have several dots of destiny. Okay. So roll your um, dots of destiny versus a difficulty of, uh, what was it in the book, Jen? Eight? Eight. Yeah. Um, now I no longer have those penalties because i'm or do i have those penalties still from you, being you have, you're not drunk yet cool that's great 
Uh, oh, okay, you said it was difficulty of eight? Difficulty yep. of eight. Okay, so that means that the one cancels out the eight, but I have a nine. Okay, so you gain a point of willpower back. Okay. Uh, I would also like um, Josephine and Evelyn to make me willpower roll difficulty of nine. Current willpower? Current willpower. Because I spent those in the other scene. <laughs> oh, actually, that's a good point. Uh, please regain the willpower that you spent in that scene. Ooh, I'm at full. Uh, wound penalties, I don't think. You uh, are not hurt. Uh, <laughs> two. Okay. Uh, you are going both going uh, one success. One success. You are both going to get very strong deja vu as Chastity is acting kind of weird, and are going to get little flashes of the previous scene that happens in about five minutes. Yes, Chastity. Chastity wants to sabotage the spell. Evelyn's gonna go look out the window. Okay. That's not... Josephine's gonna join her. I feel like there's... She's got the sense that the window should be broken, and she should be scared of it, but she's not. As you step over, both of you will get a flash of Josephine jumping through the window. Evelyn's gonna side-eye Josephine, kind of look over slightly and go, Did you jump through a window? In another time. Okay, so you want to try to sabotage the ritual? Yeah. If it's possible, just can I somehow nullify yes, it? You uh you may absolutely try to sabotage it. Please make me an Arate roll. Tell me what you get. Okay. Um and I'm gonna spend that willpower that I just get regained to do so. Why are you all asking a little nervous, y'all? I know, right? Seriously. She needs to just... Everybody, come on, let's get a down nine, to A nine, an eight, and a one. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. And um, as the ritual starts to be set up, you will... How do you do this? Do you just pray? Do you... Uh, well, time is her... Uh... I think she's going to do it. I think she's going to do the absent incorrectly. She's going to intentionally muck it up. Okay. Um, but will also, in like quietly in her mind, be like reciting something along the lines of "Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned," etc., etc., etc. Okay. Uh, so I guess knocking the decanter out of the way, or something like that, just spilling it on the floor. Yeah, she'll go okay. in. Just you don't need to like, make. Oh, you need to roll. Ma you don't need to roll magic to spill stuff. Yeah, but if there's. If they try and recover any of it, just like. Oh, what the? Straight up sabotage. What are you, what are you doing? Jeez. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is, oh, it's all over my pants. What are you doing? Chas. What? You just spilled absinthe all over my pants. Teddy well, says. Well, you know what? You, the pants weren't very well, good anyway. You, you want to clean it up? He hands you a handkerchief. Is there another bottle we can get? Josie's gonna look at Evelyn and be like, I think I was shot. My stomach hurts. I kind of want to go if that's okay, Amelia says. Evelyn's gonna continue looking out the window. I 
seriously, what did is this already? What did you weird. do? Yeah, I know. How would right? I jump out the window? Freeman mm. was attacked. Everyone. Should we? I think we're about be to be attacked. Um. We. Uh, you... Jessie's gonna grab that handkerchief and like put her hand like rather you know like up high on on Teddy's thigh like as if she's dabbing at yeah. the spill and she's gonna lean really close up to near his ear. Mm-hmm. A little higher. Yeah. Not the time. We already did this. Okay. I, I need we some can, air. Just can't gonna do this. I, I don't know what will happen if we do. You want to go? We can't just go. Do this. It's we fine. have to go. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, gentlemen, lady, it's been fantastic to uh, to be part of your hospitality, but unfortunately, um, it looks like we're getting some cold feet here, and um, nothing I want to do better than warm those feet. Um, uh, um, if uh, uh, Mr. Arkham, if you want to to talk later about uh, whatever debt my family owes, I'm happy to do so. Uh, please uh, just reach out to me. Um, I'm staying at the old family estate, uh, just just across London. Is the window openable? It is not. Well, only one way. <laughs> um, yeah, Josephine basically goes, I-, I think I need some air and walk- starts walking towards the stairs. Okay. But she well, doesn't go down yet. Not to do this. We're going- I went through all the trouble. Like, I'm curious to try this. Well, we'll uh, uh, we can do another ritual at home, Mr. Darcy. Evelyn's just still watching out the window. She's going to try and wave at Freeman. At Dr. Freeman. He does not notice. Of course not. All right. Oscar Wilde. I... Tell you what. Come out to... um, All this week we're doing play performances across the way. Come out. Come to one of the rehearsals. We can touch base again then. Mr. Darcy. Miss Goodwin. Uh, with that, Amelia's going to stand up and say, excuse herself and start heading after Josephine. Evelyn will scoop the box up and her ba- put it back in a bag. And- uh, my pleasure to meet you, um, Mrs. Uh, uh, doctor, Doctor Taylor, uh, Oral will say. Bob the Curtian. It was a pleasure. Thank you. All right. All right. So, uh, going to grab um, Teddy's like arm and kind of pull him up and just, and then she'll grab Darcy and just like, is very reluctantly. You're gonna have to really pull him because he does Darcy. not want to leave. <laughs> you know we can always do this some other time uh, it's not it's not i've never done this is like yeah i i i know just what is wrong with the me. four of you you guys are all nuts i got frozen and now we're not going i'm very confused i, I, I know i know i know but we'll talk about this outside or when we get home all right please thank you thank you let's go all right she's kind of giving furtive glances at every their hosts and just be like Evelyn's going to try and really slip down the stairs quickly without Mm -hmm. being too obvious that she's hurrying 
Because she's remembering what happened at the end. Absolutely. It actually doesn't take you too much time to make it down the stairs and out. And as you do, you can't help but get the sense that you're being watched by a woman near the front door, probably the madam of the establishment, maybe making sure that you haven't skipped out on some type of payment or anything like that. But she seems to be just giving you an appraising stink eye. A lot of you step out into the streets where you see that uh, Dr. Freeman is patting one of the horses on the rump from his seated position above and kind of just looks over at you. You bit early. Evelyn's going to give him a slightly panicked look. Early's good. And decided it was time to go. We should go. We can tell you later. Absolutely. We might uh, have company in a moment. All right, come on. Uh, if you don't mind letting yourselves in, get the horses nice and ready. He leans forward, um, checking the bridles. Josie is um, going to load her gun with a prime bullet um, and just be looking around. All right. Evelyn's going to get the bag stashed under the seats, carriage, get tucked away. And keep an eye out with her hand on her umbrella. Uh, sounds good. Miss Sutcliffe, I'll give you a hand in here. Thank you very much, Teddy. Um, Mr. Darcy. After you, oh, wow. Mr. Um, fuck, I forgot. Just Dashwood. get in. Oh my god. Darcy, we'll explain later. Get in. Okay. Getting inside. This is going on. Jesse's going to hop in. Get in. What is the wrong with the four of you? We will tell you as soon as we're away from here. Yeah. You'll hear outside. The carriage will begin peeling off as it does. Darcy, can I get you uh, and anybody else who would like to sitting in the back there to make me a perception and alertness roll at a difficulty of seven because it is fairly crowded. Um, because we're does detail oriented help at all? You, uh, detail oriented will not help for this. Um. Robin, you are not high, so don't okay. worry about that. Right. And what did you say the difficulty was? Seven. That is two successes then. Yeah, two, two successes. successes. Two successes? One success for me. Two successes, okay. Um, as the carriage heads off and begins to round the corner, glancing out the side window, following the first of you who got the most successes, eyes as they widen, you'll see the men from the shootout the night you met riding up to the front doors of Mrs. Falkland's Temple of Love. So what happened? Teddy's going to say, looking around. I don't know what you all did with time, but you what? reset us all. We did nothing. We hadn't even got high yet. Um, we tried you it. You did. No, you Darcy. did. We lived through that, and then it didn't happen. Vivian didn't. They arrived and they attacked while you were high, but it feels like a dream. Yeah. Did they... I don't remember anything. I yeah, I don't I do. remember this at all. Wait, wait... Did you all 
What what happened to you when they attacked? Well, they attacked Dr. Freeman. Josephine jumped out the window and was shot. And then knocked unconscious or killed, I'm not sure which, by black. Dr. Freeman's head, oh. which they ripped from his shoulder. So forgive me for being upset and short with you. I, th- I think they got inside then. Maybe. They stayed on the street. I believe they recognized the carriage. Yeah. We only heard from the window when the gunshot happened. Uh, anyway, um, right, so... Why? Why? We, uh... We did the ritual. And then... While we were in it, we all started disappearing. Till I was the only one left. And I got a warning. A what? From, from, from thing he seemed very unhappy that we had reached so far forward well let's hope it's still not unhappy I think it uh We'll be keeping an eye on us. Said there would be some sort of penalty or price. But I don't I don't know what. And with that, you continue your ride back across London. With that ominous word echoing in the carriage. I think that's a great place for us to take a quick break, actually. So, uh, folks, we'll be right back after this quick, uh, quick bathroom break. So don't go anywhere. Hey, all. I'm Jen, and I play Josephine Carrington in the Dork Tales Victorian Era Mage actual play series that you were just listening to. If you're new to Mage or just want to know more about the system, check out my podcast, Paradox, a Mage the Ascension podcast, found wherever you can find podcasts. New episodes come out every other Friday, provided Paradox itself doesn't get in the way. Hello and welcome back to Mage the Ascent in the Victorian Age, here on Dork Tales. The ride back across the city is uneventful. You chat and discuss future plans, but before long, you'll find yourself back in front of the Dashwood Villa. Dr. Freeman parks the horses around the side begins to to free them from the carriage well i hope that was useful he says back at you did you manage to find anything anything at all yes 
I would say, yes. So what are we dealing with exactly? Something... I would say out of time. I'm rather confident on that one. You'll hear a door open in the distance. And around the corner, Mai will walk. I was wondering where you were. Well, how was the field trip? Apparently we uh, were successful, uh, went back in time, went forward in time, and then backward in time. But I don't remember the ritual, but apparently we did, and we almost got people killed, but didn't get killed because we left on time the second time. It feels like time got reset. Most uncomfortable, then. Yes. I don't remember Very. a thing, but they all remember something. I don't remember anything. Like, I mean, that's normal, right? Teddy looks around. I mean, like, you don't remember anything, right? He says to no. Amelia. I, I remember some things. I remember a, a triangle with an eye in it. Give us something, then. I don't remember anything, and that sounds weird. Hmm. Let's head inside and talk. Ah, it's probably for the best. I was actually wondering, Mai says, looking you all up and down. I've been refortifying some of the runes. It should be too long, a day or two, before we can head across that way. Or we could just ante up and take a damn boat. Quick reminder, not everything has to involve magic. Take a boat? Or something. However you do France. It's not too far from Normandy. Good place to land. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't mind seeing traveling at this. I mean, <laughs> I've been in tiny Ireland my entire life. This is different. Yeah. Ireland. And hmm. Hmm? I'm just thinking that they're sending debt collectors to the house soon. So, you know, getting out of here sooner might be better. And then it seems that you'll need to need to deal with your affairs pretty soon then. Okay, so what's the plan then? How about we talk inside of the house? Probably a good idea. Yes, let's let's uh why don't we get a, a spot of tea on? You calm everyone's nerves. A moment later, and the tea is whistling and pouring into your cups as you sit around the old wooden dining room table. It's warm and perhaps a tiny bit stale. But it calms the nerves. And for those of you who came from humbler means, you can't taste the staleness. Not even a little bit. 
And for those of you who grew up in the Americas, probably you won't taste it nearly as much either, just because <clears throat> you're more coffee drinkers. Alright, so what's the plan? So, the box is from the future, Teddy will say? Yes. Okay, so that means the blue fairy guy was telling the truth. Yes, and... I don't know when or how, but it may have been modified or tampered with somehow. I don't know. Hmm. Someone else was messing with it. I don't know what she, I don't know what she did. The blue ghost man was trying to warn her away. Wasn't Tom meant. He said his name was Thomas. Okay, so Tommy was trying to warn them away. Yeah. Yes. It wasn't meant for whatever was being done to it or changed. Okay. I didn't really understand. So it's easy. We just have to get that box and deliver it to his friend. I suppose so. Saxon. Doctor Doctor Saxon? Doctor Doctor Herbert? Uh, Gil Gilbert? Yes, I remember it being uh, Doctor Gilbert Saxon. Can I get Evelyn, can you do me a favor and make me an intelligence and politics roll? You have dots in politics. I do not. <laughs> okay, you may make me this roll at a difficulty of 10. Okay. One! <laughs> oh. This is, I knew it. Okay. Um, you are going to recognize the name uh, after a, a moment of kind of pausing on it that um, you've heard the name before. Uh, Dr. Dr. Saxon um, is a member of the Guild of Analytical Reckoners. Programmers. They're pretty much the cousins of the Electrodyne engineers. So they're probably not liked too much either. Not particularly, no. They're about calculating mathematical constants. Uh, using data analysis, things like that. They're the early virtual adepts. Mm -hmm. That's what that's what Christine was assuming. Mm. Um, you know very little about him aside from that he's kind of reclusive, and that you've heard his name brought up as being a um, a Nancy sympathizer. Okay, then. Not that he sympathizes with Nancy's, but that he's he's a weak-willed man. I suppose potentially we can get a message to him? I would imagine we could probably have a letter delivered. I mean, do we want to risk that? I don't know. 
this person? It's the 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 one in the message. Blue guy said that uh, his friend would be trusted with the box. Yeah, yes, but his but, mentor. Uh, Evelyn, or you know you know the name. Be his mentor. Yes. Uh, he's of the analytical reckoners. You reckon. I'm gonna make some coffee. Does anybody want coffee? I'm um, I'm good, but I might go and um change back into myself again. I'll have some coffee. Thank God. Okay. Um, I'll find what we have. Teddy will get up and start making some coffee to get away from thinking. It might not be a good idea to trust anything to a letter. That I can agree on. Especially, well, I mean, I don't mean putting it all in the letter, but you can still send somebody a letter to inform them that you need to speak to them. It's a good form of contact when you don't trust going into their house, potentially. This is true, but... He has no reason to trust our, a letter, either. No. But, I mean, it's about the extent we can try. Of... By the way, your former, your future protege told us to get this to you. <laughs> he sent it back through time. Something that is, um, most consider relatively impossible. <laughs> we know it sounds crazy, but could you trust us? Especially since this is something that somebody stole from the Order of Reason to begin with. Yeah. Could you not give it back to them? Even though you're part of them. And potentially don't tell them that you met me. <laughs> I'm going to go lay down, Amelia says. This all sounds really strange and Evelyn's looking a little wide-eyed wild-eyed and um yeah she's gonna get up and go sit on one of the couches in the drawing room the two mentors stand in the kitchen looking your direction Dr. Freeman <clears throat> clears his throat I could probably find out where he lives. Pretty easily. In the meanwhile, we should probably make any types of uh, arrangements to get out of here as possible. We should go to uh, well, anything that needs to be grabbed. Anything that needs to be done. Do it soon. Evelyn's going to go start going through the closets because I believe she had to find clothing to begin with up here. Okay. She only had the one set she was wearing. Mm -hmm. And uh, so she's going to try and put herself together a bag of whatever's here so okay. she has some supplies. So you're going to get up and leave the kitchen and start doing that? Yeah, she's going to start walking. Sounds good. Uh, meanwhile, up 
upstairs, Darcy, as you head back to that room to start getting your yourself together, uh, you're going to see quite a few of your belongings that you did not bring here laying on the bed, wrapped quickly in a bag. Huh. Wow. What's going on? Huh. Did you fetch these things for for me, Bram? Bran? No. No. I didn't. Oh. I did. Can't you smell? It smells just like her. I don't have as good of a nose as you do, Bran. That's why I keep you around. I thought it was because you wanted someone who's good-looking and smart. That too, and you're pretty comfortable to, um, cuddle at nighttime. It's nice having a warm pillow. Your dongle looks weird. My what? The new leg you've oh. grown. Oh! Oh! <laughs> right, I... Yeah, um... Those are some pretty fuzzy bollocks. <laughs> Do you like them? Not really my thing. <laughs> oh, you're into the- you're into chasing female tail. I don't know, Bram. I'm very awkward in the fact that I'm thinking of you seeing my... Well, you're the one that- you're the one that took your pants off. I- didn't know you were in the room, to I, be fair. I mean, I walked, the door was open a crack, now it's open a bigger one. Uh, and Dr. <laughs> Evelyn, you're going to be walking by the room now that is about a half open because the cat walked in. Uh, and see Darcy standing there in shirts, shirt tails and nothing else. You're just going to get this pale Irish ass facing you. <laughs> Uh, she'll reach out and close the door, just with a ah. snap, <laughs> and keep going. Oh, what do you want to bet that wasn't Teddy? And Teddy would have would have found it in, wouldn't he? Uh, the man's like a the man's like a wee a wee puppy. I'm not a fan. No? You don't like him? Yeah, I'm not a fan of puppies in general. Yeah, that's true. I'm pretty sure a wolf is how or puppy or a dog got your eye, so I can understand. A knock on the door. Ah! Uh... It's me. I've seen enough in my life. Are you decent? I says. I mean... Darcy will grab, like, a pillow, <laughs> put it over. The door opens, and Mai steps in. Hi. Grow up. I care not to see your manhood. It's probably not nearly as impressive as some have seen, and even if it were, it's not... She drops a pillow. <laughs> pasty pale knob. 
It's bigger than what's-his-face, though. I think Evelyn's in the next room going through that closet. Probably with the door open. Lad. Just hear a bit of a choke sound. Lassie. Mm. I'm going to be honest with you. Take never the size that matters. So long as it's enough to, uh, to stir the brew. I promise <sighs> you'll understand next time you're at a Beltane. Now change back or forget your modesty because I care not. I was going, I was going to, um, thank you for grabbing my It's what I could salvage. Salvage? Someone broke into the house. Rolled through it. Tore most of the things. Only a few pieces of your clothing were safe. And then they set fire to it. Well. That's... I talked to some of the locals. Tall men. A tall man and a short one. Bald. Pasty white. Almost like your arse. Like, like the gentleman that we encountered on our carriage trip when we met everyone else. I don't believe those are the one. So that means that they're hunting us. Uh, one of the local boys, William O'Toole, said that uh, they were asking about witches. Oh. So, Mr. Darcy, I... do your best to be careful. I, I will. I better make sure that... Uh... And she'll point to, like, this really odd-looking, um, like, almost moon-like birthmark that's on her, um, upper, kind of just, like, right underneath. Right on her underboob if she was a female, so just kind of, like, so be like, like, like on the, the side abs. of the, on the side of the ribs? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess I better make sure that no one sees that mark. I have something for you. Hmm? It's one thing they didn't manage to take away from me when they burst through the place. I'd been meaning to give this along to you for a while. I suppose now is a good enough time. She reaches under her shirt and pulls out a, a necklace. At the end of it is a long vial full of red liquid. Use it only in an emergency. For death, not for life. I. It would power life. But I'm not certain that you'd like what resulted if you follow me. I... And for God's sake, don't drink it. I will not drink that. It kind of reminds me of blood, and I'm it not is a blood. Huge... Oh, that yes. 
makes a lot of sense. And before you First. ask, don't. Okay. Keep it safe. And in reserve. Uh, you can add uh, blood, tass, necklace, or vial to you. Uh, that is a gift from one of our uh, for one of our donors, who specifically Ooh. asked that you have blood tass. Oh. Yeah. So that's uh, our good friend, our good friend who, uh, our good Irish viewer. Oh, <laughs> I know who you are. Yeah, Inco you. it's from Ink Goblin. Anyway, <clears throat> so she gives you that. Whatever plans you have, finish them in the next couple of days so we can get out of here. Uh, that's the plan. Uh, especially if they're... I mean, they showed up at the thing. Oh, I don't remember, but they do. They attacked and killed Dr. Freeman. The man looked pretty alive when I saw him. Yeah, apparently that was part of when when Chastity and I did the ritual. Apparently we did it. I don't remember, but she does and so does Amelia. Apparently it got reset or something. It threw us back to the start and that's when it stopped, but apparently at the same time Dr. Freeman was attacked and Josephine and Evelyn fought them, but apparently Josephine almost died and was knocked unconscious with Dr. Freeman's head. They both remember that. So I would go with the majority on that one of this actually happening. Mm. And I wouldn't have been able to save them. I was in the ritual, so I guess we... Someone was either looking out for us or we sounds like we did something wrong I'll gather your things and be prepared to go as soon as we can I as long as we can convince the others downstairs Josephine and Chastity Teddy finishes the coffee and sets three cups on the table one in front of Chastity as well I know you didn't ask for it but you're gonna drink it anyway I know you I mean, yeah, I... Are you doing okay? You seem kind of rattled. <laughs> I, I mean, that's a... That's a hell of a question. Well... I just... I'm worried about you. I don't... really know what I saw but I I think that if I ever see it again it's gonna be bad well what did it look like like a man like an old wrinkly man but I could I, I didn't look at it directly that's a botch okay well 
Kelly, can I roll anything? Yeah, you can make me an ant and a cult roll at a difficulty of... Ooh, you have no time magic, right? I have no time magic. I'll say a difficulty of, like, ten. Cool. Do um, it. Occult, but not esoterica, right? Mm, yeah, esoterica would be... It would be a cult. Yeah. I also allow cosmology. Ooh, I have more dots than that. What was the difficulty? Ten. Ten? I got a single success. On six days. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry, it was... Uh... The last little bite was tempting me, and it's hard to chew quickly. Fair, yeah. So with those successes, or with that success at least, you would know about the existence of things called paradox spirits. I forget what they're called in this day and age, but... But bedtime stories that I know of. Bedtime stories, and there yeah. is stories of one particular one who is an old man dressed in tattered wrinkled fabric who usually posits a, a question to those who transgress against time offers them to take back what they've done and suffer the brunt of consequences or well reputedly no one who has denied him has ever been heard from Only those who uh, who agree live to tell the tale. To tell, tell the tale, as it were. That sounds... That sounds like a children's story I heard. A bedtime story, you know? things you tell kids to make them afraid of doing things well I mean it seems to have worked she's pretty scared yeah he knew me okay hmm. why don't we look at getting out of London as quickly as possible I would like that, yes. Okay, so let's look at our timeline. What do we need to do? We need to get rid of the box. No big. We just got to go find Dr. Saxon. Mm -hmm. yeah. A letter would take a while. Why don't we just go do it? Yeah, that seems like the best option, I think. Right, there are very few things left on the table that we need to do. So, find Saxon, get rid of the box, and then... A knock echoes from the front door expecting anyone no except for Dewey Arkham which hopefully he hasn't come here to collect debts uh, I'll be right back if I scream shoot everything okay Josephine grabs her gun <laughs> just like Jesse's gonna grab her riding crop hand handle a little more tight just tightly just 
He skips out to the front door. And a moment later, you can hear him say, Um, uh, yeah, uh, for, 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 for your trouble, Gov. And passes over a, um, a coin out of his pocket. He comes back holding a, a piece of paper. I have a letter for Dr. Taylor. Hmm. Uh, Doc! You got a, a, a messenger here. Evelyn will come, I guess, from wherever she's been raiding the closet. Uh, a kid just dropped off a letter for you. You, you owe me a shilling. Um, How? You want me to read it? She'll come down and take it and just be like, how did anybody know I was here? Yeah, if Darcy's... Um, You'll be able to hear that, too. Yeah, Are Darcy's going to come out and finish... Uh, she's okay. in her female form. So All right, so once more, crunch, 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 turning back into your original form. The pain of that, dressing yourself quickly in your dress and shawl. Um, How did the boy know you were here? How did anyone... letter, maybe it'll say. There's a stamp on it. A wax seal. Easily enough easy enough to break. You do so? Uh. Dr. Taylor. <clears throat> and once you read it, you'll be able to start parsing it a bit better. Dr. Taylor. Pardon the audacity of my missive. It is with uh, great pleasure that... I am happy to announce that I have secured you a meeting at a certain gentleman's club with your estranged husband. It's time sensitive, but I can guarantee on the premises you'll be perfectly safe. If possible, tonight, midnight. He'll be waiting for you here, at the club listed below. I'll be here as well, to ensure that nothing happens to you. There are no weapons allowed inside. I do hope to see you tonight. Yours. Uh, probably will be, uh, yours sincerely. Lord Scrimger Macduff. P.S. Feel free to bring friends. The more the merrier. Well. It's from uh, Lord Macduff. The clock in the hallway begins chiming as you say his name. Six bells. Oof, me. Oh. He's arranged a meeting with my husband. I am not quite sure oh. why. She'll kind of look down to the side and then look back up and ask, um, would you all 
come as well? You wish? Of course. Okay, we were just talking about how we need to get our priorities in order. So, great, we can get all of our stuff done in one day. So, we've got six hours until that? You said, it says what, midnight? Midnight at a gentleman's club. I don't recognize that. Okay, sure, we can absolutely find our way there. Um, that means we've got plenty of time to go and drop this box off and get it out of here, because I don't think it should be brought to that club, right? Teddy will say. I, I Sorry, agree. Chastity, can I you speak up? Probably, you're right. I don't think it should be taken to the club if mm -hmm. we're meeting. I have no, no offense, Evelyn. Which is uh, not a normal state for me. Okay, so we go find Gilbert Saxon, give him the box. Yep. We go out to a gentleman's club. And, um,. If we have enough time, we could even catch a play with Oscar Wilde tomorrow before we go. Yeah, that sounds yeah. like a plan. Oh, we still have to go see Dinesh. He promised us food. That's right. That's right. Ooh. We could right. Okay, we go out. We go to the gentleman's club. We need club. dinner. It's, it's getting late. We need dinner. Do, do we yes. see him now? Before. I don't know how far away it is. I can't remember. Or we could do a breakfast to celebrate. Ooh, breakfast. They're going to plan a good, good meal before we venture out on so a we can... boat. Yes. Well, okay. we can take the arch. We don't have to take a boat. I mean, the arch should be working by then. But we can get a boat too. We can get a, yeah, we can get a boat too. Sorry. Um, whatever works, really. You still owe me a boat. I And, and the Lord will provide. So we can take a boat. You know what? I... A boat sounds fine. Okay. Well, besides, who wants? To... Honestly, the baby is probably sleeping at Dinesh's, so we'll we'll be there in the morning when it's had time to sleep. Yeah. Is that all? Is that our entire in, entire plan? Like everything we need to do? It's everything I can I think, think of. So. I, so. I, I believe so. Um. The place where my and I were staying, they've, um, those bold-headed blokes apparently roughed it up and went through it, so, yeah, they're definitely on to us and hunting us for sure. So, uh, yes, the sooner we get out of, of London, the better. Actually, there was one thing that I was hoping for. You hear Dr. Freeman say as he steps into the lobby. Either I can go do this by myself, or I could ask Sonam, some of you, to do the run for me. Recent. There's an experiment I'd like to do. I'm not certain if we'd be able to find it on the streets of Paris. There's a chance. But if you're anywhere near... If you're anywhere near the Tower of London, there's a little black market there I've heard of. I'm looking for um, Asafoetia. Asa, uh, Asa, 
SFO editor. It's a, a type of herb. It's a bitter. Can you keep an eye out? Certainly. If we're... Yeah. Out and about. I'm sure we could potentially keep swing by and look for that. Would you be able to spell that? Sure. I'll write it down and everything. There might be a couple more things there that you could pick up. I'm sure I can help with that. So, and for those who don't know, Asafoetida is the dried latex uh, exuded from rhizome or taproot of several species of perennial herbs. Uh, based mm. Related to celery. Has a pungent smell uh, known as stinking gum uh, and is largely used as a digestive aid, a condiment, uh, South Asian vegetation cuisine as a savory enhancer. Among other things. Uh, but he'll also write that he also is looking for a couple of things like uh, uh, turmeric and so on. Alright. I'll write those up for you. If you're anywhere near. Okay, so... Uh, find Dr. Saxon. Go get drunk. Come back, quick nap, see a play or a baby, and then a baby or a play, and then steal or acquire a boat. You forgot the part where we're meeting Evelyn's husband. No, that's no, the getting drunk get part drunk. for him. That's, oh, that's the, getting, the getting drunk That's part. the getting drunk. Ah. That definitely sounds like a plan. And then we get off of this island. Yeah, and head to France. Oh, I don't know if I, I don't speak French, so that's going to be fun. I speak oh. Latin. Ladies, don't worry. I can teach you all of the French you'll ever need to learn. I don't trust you with that. I don't believe I trust you either with that. Uh, doctor, the I could... The last woman you spoke French to slapped you. <laughs> I definitely don't trust you then. I, To be fair, I deserved it. Mm -hmm. yeah a little bit yeah well I mean just saying it's useful anyway um great uh I guess I should do you do you want me to tag along or should I get everything in order and watch Amelia hmm that might be a good idea. That might. Rattled. Yeah, you know what? I'll do that. You sure you're going to name me for the Gentleman's Club? I mean, you did just call it getting drunk, so I'm not sure we could count on you. Lord I mean, Macduff. to be fair, I've been on a number of Gentleman's Clubs. I mean, Lord Macduff has uh, arranged it, and we'll... it sounds like he'll be there. All right, fine. 
but um, if you can, if there's any whiskey, maybe bring it back. We're kind of running a little low. Just pocket some bottles. They won't care. And if they do, just punch them. He looks at I Josephine at that, that Darcy. one. The last time we met Lord Macduff, I did uh, kick him off his feet with my my kick. Maybe I'm glad I'm not going with you. Um, okay, so we're split up. We're gonna do that. Um, good luck finding Mr. Saxon. Yes, I don't quite know where to start. I have an idea, but. I'm not sure how well it'll work. What's the plan? Correspondence. Sure. All right. Go ahead. Let's do this. How are you going to do it? What correspondence level do you have? I have two. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to try... Um, I doubt I can get any sort of sympathetic connection off of like the box, but I think Josephine's going to try because that's like the closest kind of hopping connection she can think of. Okay. Um, so she'll ask uh, Evelyn if she can take out the box um, and then just touch it, but I'm pretty sure it gives me no mechanical advantage. Okay. Um, and then actually she, because her um uh unique focus for or her unique instrument for correspondence is her uh little brass telescope she'll take it out and she'll just um hold it against the box and um come up with some latin which i can't do on the fly so i don't know okay. what, exactly what she says but yeah basically um and see how it goes. See if sure. she can Make me an locate, roll. locate this person. <laughs> well, I botched. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's correspondence two. Yep. <laughs> hey, I'm going to just add two paradox to your... Oh, wait. But you botched. Pardon me. Boop, 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 yeah. boop. Okay. Yeah. All right. You have six paradox now. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just going to hold that on your sheet. So um, doing that, you're going to poke around and there's going to be a and the glass of your spyglass is going to crack. Oh no. I'm sure that I'm sure that Dr. Taylor can fix that. Yeah, that'd be good. Like I said, I think I might know where he is. I can give you a lift to at least where I remember his domicile being. But that's probably the better idea. Let's do that. Yeah. He leads you out, taking you to the carriage and rides you across town. Well, drives you across town. Not, doesn't ride you across town. That'd be uh, very tiring. While we're in the carriage, um, I would like to, um, I would love to boost my strength up again. Okay. For Darcy. Sure. While we're driving, so she'll pull out her mother's book and start 
muttering. Okay, give me that. Uh, how many successes are you shooting for? Um, so it's it's a one for one, right? If I remember yeah. correctly. And then you need duration. Yeah. So and then you need once you go above f- five, then it's uh, yeah. Then, then you start weird. taking I'm, some bleed. Yeah, I'm going to um, I'm going to shoot for four. So that's two more strength. So we're going to shoot for two successes to go into power and then two successes for duration. Okay. So Sounds good. Going for four. Okay. Yeah. Give her. Or would I need to do five to do the. For day? For day. For day would be five. Yeah. Five. So go ahead. Okay. Your difficulty go three five. because of your, your moon magic. Yes. All right. That is going to be. That is going to be two successes. Okay, so you're halfway there. You can try again at difficulty four. Okay. I think Darcy's trying to uh, compete with with Joe for paradox. <laughs> yep. All right. That is only another one. I rolled a. Two and a two and a nine. Okay, so uh, your strength will go up by one for the, uh, or either by one for the remainder of the next scene. Okay. So you could cancel it and try again if you want. Um, I might. Okay. If, that's okay, if I can. Yeah, do, go ahead. I, I, okay. New dice because you three did. Anyone else casting any magic? If you do, please write it on your sheet because we're about to have a two-week break. Yeah. Um. All right, so that's three for the first one. <laughs> Can't like when I can't. Three for the first out. one. Yeah. Three successes, and then another three, so that's a total of six. Okay, so uh, you can put the extra one into duration, or you can put the extra one into power. F- five is the limit, right? Five is what five? you shot for. So six, mm-hmm. you could, but you got six, right? Yes, but I meant like strength five. Sorry. It is the yeah. it is the limit that you should achieve. Yes. You may go beyond that if you want. No, I'm I'm good. I was shooting for four strength, um, for my thing, so I will go for five strength okay. for the day. Okay, and pick what specialty you have. Oh right, yes, I have to do that. Uh, okay. Anybody else doing um, manager? I'm I'm just I I feel weird from remembering stuff as a dream and i'm going to uh put on a kinetic shield <laughs> i was actually thinking my entropy field setting that up around myself Pass might put up a mind shield okay yeah i think that's what she's gonna do all right I think so i can basically probably take time to set that up sounds good uh, so everybody you are going to be rolling, it is your, um, so entropy shield, mind shield, and force of shield. Uh, those are all going to be just basic coincidental effects, um, or the word that I forget right there, uh, mundane. Um, so that is going to be elegant. Elegant. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, difficulty of three plus the level you are going minus your specialty focus. So, uh, for most of you, that's entropy, or for me, uh, forces two or mind two for most of them. Uh, Mine's so meant to be three effect. So then you are looking at difficulty of five. It lowers damage, essentially. It's, so it's giving successes to soak. Okay, so that is going to be difficulty of five for you. Uh, 
and difficulty of four for everybody who is dealing with level twos. And it's three successes for day, yeah. right? And then whatever we wanted to power. Yeah. And on Arate rolls, do tens explode? Yes. So difficulty four for Chas to put up a mind shield. Uh, difficulty of yeah, uh, difficulty three actually for you. Okay. Um, I got three successes on my first roll, and I'm going for five, so I'll continue next round. Okay. Okay. And just up the difficulty by one. Yeah. And I got another three successes, so. Okay. It's okay. three successes in so that's six total, uh, three into duration and three into power. Okay. Okay, so. I got two successes on my first roll. I think I want to keep going because I want to have it last for the rest of the day. Okay, so then that will be a uh, difficulty of four. Yeah, then. okay. Okay, so I got five successes on that first roll because I exploded a couple tens. Okay. Um, so the way we've got written in my rote notes is that it's system it duration power into two successes to soak lethal three to soak ag plus one success per additional dot of soak yes so that means that if you do you want to soak lethal or aggravated damage if so you can spend either two or three successes to do that mm -hmm. and the now, rest will go soaking ag would also soak lethal probably yes okay <laughs> i was pretty sure that's how it, would it work. does so if you spend three of those to soak ag you use your regular stamina pool yeah uh, and that would allow you to do that for the remainder of the, uh, of the, basically the following scene, if you have five successes. Yeah. Yeah. So I was thinking I might as well soak ag and then put the rest well, into duration. You know what? It'll, it'll do per day because that first success will count on all bases. So. Okay. So go ahead and do that. Okay. So. I can also making... spend more time on it if need be. Um, no, you're good. Um, just mark that on your sheet that you have that on for the next yeah, day. Yeah, I'll put it in uh, the notes. Amy, what's up? Okay, so I got another success on my second roll. Okay. Um, trying to remember how much I need to actually have a solid shield. So I've got three successes total right now. Okay. I think I want to go for... So you're at a one per a day right now. Yeah. Okay, I want to keep going. So I think it goes up to five. Okay. okay. Um. So because I forgot about the whole one success goes across all... Yeah, things my, my generous um, one yeah yeah i have four successes to power which i've written down nice okay. okay so that's four dice of soak yeah or four power or four absorby yeah oh yeah it's because it's only kinetic absorb fire would like go right through you and stuff like that yeah it's it's yeah okay yeah so i think mechanically like evelyn will set this up via like all like lots of little magnets will, which will slot into various spots to cre help create that magnetic field. Okay. That sounds good. And I'm just checking one thing real quick. Okay, so be sure to jot all of those down on your sheets. Um, perfect. Um, and so it's stated, because um, usually I've left Bran behind, but this time Darcy is... Um, kind of keeping Bran with her. Meow. Yeah. All right, with that, you head across the city, not far from Notting Hill. The ride takes you. Now, it, it is dark outside. The world is choked with smog out here. You find your way up 
north, moving through the Whitechapel area and over toward a place that some of you might know as Bethnal Green. Before long, and after asking a few questions, you find yourself out kind of at the edge of town that's uh, a bit more spread out, a bit more in the way of... Uh, nope, nope, I'm wrong. It's, it's row houses and shit. Um, out beyond this, just at the edge of Bethnal Green, is a little house on a plot of land that looks fairly blighted. It's not much. Less than a quarter acre on either side before the next house. You can see the roadhouses that are being built up around, encroaching like oncoming waves at this small, small house, just on a small rise with a withered tree and the front steps. It takes you a bit of a ride to actually make it onto the property, set back as it is almost nearly, nearly half an acre. Behind it, you can see the choking smoke of some of the factories rising into the darkened sky. This is... this is what I remember. He had considered... well... He had originally been on my potentials list to reach out to when I found you. He wasn't receptive to it. They're not hostile, but just not, uh... I'll wait here for you. Good luck. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Do you all head up? I... I think before I Chas heads out, she's actually going to eat the task mushroom she has. Okay. Just to get that extra quintessence. Sounds good. Make me a stamina roll, please. Cool. Uh, my stamina is... Ooh, what's that? Okay. Difficulty of eight for a, for a fun mushroom. Oh, yay. Well, I failed, but I didn't cool. watch. All right. So subtract one point from perception-based rolls. Okay. Uh, you're going to be pretty buzzed. Okay. As you step out and begin walking up toward the front steps. It's a simple old house. A large round-topped door on the front with an old brass knocker that's been tarnished with time. A little window just above it flower boxes that have not been tended in a little while. The weeds have started to grow out. On the side yard, a few chickens are clucking, walking around, squabbling at some at a goat that bleats. Kind of, um, well, annoyedly in your direction. And as you approach the door, you can hear the sound of a small dog, a terrier, perhaps, barking at your approach at one of the windows. Are all four of you going? I think Chas will head up, yeah. 
Yeah, Darcy will head on up. Same. Looking quite swole. Um, I went for raw power as a specialty, so she's probably looking a bit bulky. A little like She-Hulk. <laughs> okay. Who knocks on the door? Evelyn, probably, with her umbrella handle. There's a momentary pause. And then a woman opens the door. Her face is plain, no makeup to speak, which not uncommon for this day. But her hair is a bit... a bit wild. Her eyes and face are puffy. Her eyes bloodshot, her clothes dark. She's probably pushing 40. A bit square-jawed and, and dowdy, but not unhandsome. Sorry, um, can I help you? Sorry for interrupting. Um, we were calling for Dr. Saxon. Does he still reside here? You were friends of Gil? We... No. Um, people in common. We were recommended to speak with him. He's quite well known in his field. I'm sorry, love. Dr. Sex. My Gilbert. I'm sorry. He passed last week. No, that's... I'm sorry for your loss. It's not Can right. Can I help you at all? It's not right. Murdered in an alleyway? For his pocket watch? Oh. Evelyn's going watch. to kind of... Come... Like, do the hand on the shoulder, steer her in. Oh. You should sit. Have you had anybody to help you? She'll nod, and she's on the edge of becoming a blubbering mess. Uh, Darcy, what... I was just wondering if I could, if, like, I don't know the mage equivalent, but I want to make an insight check on her. So what you can do is you can do a perception and empathy roll. Perception and empathy. Okay. Difficulty of six. All right. Evelyn's just going to kind of keep trying to get her talking and just doing the, the society sympathy, like, being the listening ear and not cutting her off or anything, so prompting sounds. She... Uh, what'd you get on your roll? One success. She seems she seems authentic, actually. Okay, okay. cool. Cool, just enough um, like an art. An she is... She is definitely um, a bit... a bit shaken. Okay, cool. Just want to make sure it's not like a... A trap in a performance. Darcy is a bit hesitant, Fair. so she would be making sure that those aren't crocodile tears. She's crying. No, it seems to be quite real. Um, and as she is is sobbing, such she's like starting to really let it fall. I'm sorry. It's just it's been really hard recently. Um, would you would you like some tea? Any tea or anything like that? 
I hate for you to... Do you have any help? I mean, we've got... I've got a maid I've hired on that we've had for a little while. Of course. Was oh, this pocket watch expensive? I mean, it was one of the few good things he's had. He, I mean, if you look around, it's not really... We weren't really a couple of means. Uh, looking around this place, this place is the domicile of a scholar. There are books piled upon books, piled upon books, pages and just pages of data, quills overflowing with, with, uh, uh, pardon me, inkwells overflowing with quills and just like this place looks like a disgruntled author's house. I mean, it's a bit, I've been trying to pack things up. I was always a bit. I always try to keep things neat, neat and tidy. I'm sorry that you have to come in here like this. There's dust and cobwebs clinging from things. Not Braun will take a quick... She sniffs the air. Yeah. Yes, love? Do you, do you want some, some tea or anything like that? Oh, uh, why, why don't I uh, get started? You you guys um, escort her in, and I I can do it. Don't worry. Uh, I uh, if you just point me in the direction of your kitchen, I can I can put some tea on for you. It's just right over there. Now, do you have anybody to help you with then dealing with your husband's things? I wouldn't want you to be cheated on his books. Any of the short. Are you planning to just pack them up, or...? Um, some men came by, and they grabbed just about every... Well, they, um, the men came and grabbed everything. Yeah. This is all leftovers, really. Um, I'm to box them up and send them to the university for coverage. Some of his colleagues? Yeah, uh... Some, some strange gentlemen. Strange how? Oh, just... Um... They said they work for, um the university um pale really pale they said they were brothers but they didn't look nothing bold, alike then? really oh no love they were very bold uh i think i know who you speak of a spot yes. of the alopecia yes i've seen them around the university before oh i see yeah they took everything out in the in the common space and they didn't really feel like much listening to me I'm just going to... Dr. Saxon leave you enough to live on? Yes, I've got a good stipend. I've a decent amount in his accounts. Good. Hey, um, you're, you're not here on their behalf. I'm sorry. It's, I, I meant to say this when they came through, but they rushed through so quick I forgot to tell them about the the study. Oh, would you like me to look over to make sure if you need to contact the university about anything there? They said they I'm sure they'd be the interested research. in keeping his research up. Well, I, I had forgotten that um, when they came through so quickly that Gilbert, I mean Dr. Saxon, I mean, he had his private study downstairs, but 
Um, yeah, this you, private private study. Well, it's uh, the only way to really reach it is. Um, well, you're welcome to poke around. Did he give you anything before it happened? Just some of the happiest years of my life, love. Not like a box or anything like that? No. Um, uh, was he supposed to? No, oh, not, not at all. It just... It just seems the university was quite up on it, so it was slightly surprising how fast they act. Men in their own time, right? We love them while we have them. Uh, she'll lead you over to the center of the room and kicks the carpet over. You see there's a hatch in the floor. Oh, excellent. That is secret study. He liked to not be disturbed. This way he could be here and close enough to the tea if he needed a drink in the middle of the night. He even had a little Men zombie. in their hidey holes. Yeah, a bit of a cave, really. Um, but um, if you're from the university, um, I do I do remember I have seen you up there the few times that I've I've been up, mm-hmm. um, Doctor, uh, your Doctor, um, Doctor James's wife. Yes, that's correct. What was his What was his name, Doctor James? Morgan. Doctor Morgan. Yes. Um handsome fellow it's good that you're Very working with so. him mm-hmm. nice that they're given women like us something to do yes Josephine's gonna open the hatch <laughs> the kettle starts going and she well, um, mm-hmm. I was gonna say while because basically Darcy was trying to sneak away to ask like Bram if she Bram if, she, Bram. if he smelt anything different like if they're because he made like a sound, so she just wanted to make sure that she couldn't hear her talking to her cat and smells the cat like, talking back. Smells like old lady in death. Oh, okay. I didn't know if there was anything else that smelled weird. Mostly old lady in death. All right. Well, that's good. Uh, ah, ah, tea's ready. Oh. And she'll bring over the kettle. She'll join you. Are you working for the university too, love? I'm I'm just a um Uh you Lady in waiting or something like that? Uh yes for 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 Miss Miss Morgan here. She's a lovely husband. Quite nice. I remember he's um quite quite pleasant on the eyes. Lucky woman. So, Josephine, you head into the basement. Yeah. I'm going along with Josephine. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I don't need to listen to this anymore. <laughs> okay. Can you make me uh, an intelligence and investigation roll to search the room? Um, uh, Chastity, you have a question. Well, Chastity was actually going to dart out to the carriage. Is Vivian staying there? Vivian is right? staying there, being very mindful of himself now. Yeah, um, so Chaz is gonna go dart out to just let him know that yeah, he's dead. 
she wants to know when he last had communication with the deceased. Some months ago. He's dead. Apparently last week. They wanted his pocket watch. And it seems like our friends we encountered were already here. You know, the meaningful, like, friends. Interesting. Very interesting. I don't know how this is possible if he's supposed to be alive to be a mentor in some years. Some, however many. I would not like to think of that. Uh, but I figured that uh, since uh, I might just stay in the carriage, uh, I stand yeah. out a little bit. Yeah, you're welcome to sit up here with me. We'll stay in the carriage and I can talk to you through the vent. Sure. You're doing all right? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Fine. Between the British hospitality and British food, I'm not really appreciating it myself. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to trying something a little different. Well, I guarantee you're going to like France when we get to it. I don't have to pretend to be quite as proper. That would be <laughs> nice. Just a different type of proper. Hmm. But I can guarantee the French are far more to your particular um, aesthetic. Well, then I'll look forward to it. I think you have a lot of fun, to be honest. It would be nice to be somewhere where I can actually use a well, a more elegant tongue. I mean, I grew up with English, but I gotta admit, it gets tiring. Especially around all of this pomp and circumstance. I hear that. Mm-hmm. Now he's got to make sure you can keep your Mr. Dashwood in line. Now that I'm not counting on, but oh. I'll do my best. Well, hopefully he won't end up dead in a French cat house. I need to put a leash on him. You sure he might not like that? I don't care if he likes it or not, as long as it keeps him from getting in trouble. Meanwhile, back inside of the house. Uh, Darcy, you keep the old woman busy for a bit, talking with her over things. I want you to do me a favor. Make me a charisma or manipulation, whichever way you would like to go the, do with this, uh, plus either empathy or leadership. Um, I will do uh, or charisma etiquette. and um, I'll do empathy. And um, I have for my charisma, I have charming as okay. a specialty. Will you can apply? totally charm. You can charm this grieving widow. Do it. All right. Do to do, do, uh, do, do, do. One more dice. There we go. All right. What is my difficulty? Difficulty on this? Six. She wants to be comforted. All right. That is going to be 
five successes. Okay, you are going to have no problem keeping her, like, she's going to go on and on. Her name's Ruth, by the way. Okay, her name is Ruth. Perfect. Ruth Saxon. Ruth uh, Ellery Saxon. Um, but with that, you're going to get out the fact that Saxon is actually a name that they adopted quite a while ago. The actual name, uh, the family, uh, is a bit... Um, originally they weren't the Saxons they were the Coens and they changed their name when they moved to London for practical reasons to avoid any stigma from their heritage you'll start to notice little things around the house that clue into that a menorah is hidden just around the corner behind some books there are a few other accoutrements stars of David that are visible but easily hidden um, and some of the things in the kitchen that you were noticing, uh, alternate sets of cutlery, for example, mm. seemed a little strange. Now you might not have the religious knowledge to know the, 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 um, the significance of that, but there were a few things where you were in the kitchen where you're like, wow, these guys have like two of everything. It's weird. Weird. Odd. Yes. Right. Um, but, um, so yeah, she's just going on and on and on. Oh, that's uh, very interesting. Oh, that... Oh. I hope you don't look look down at us because of it. I mean, it was hard moving into the city like this. I, I'm from the wee country uh, in Ireland of a tiny, tiny town. Mm. When I got to London myself, it was quite the culture shock. I suppose that they treat the Irish about, about the same level of disdain if... If yes. not quite. So, no, I don't look down. It, uh, what you believe in is what you, you know, each, each their own. I suppose. Each person is is, is entitled to their own beliefs and, and freedoms. Thank you, love. No, Downstairs, searching around, what did you get on your rolls? Well... I rolled three ones and zero successes. Okay. Okay, so this was int, int and alertness and investigation. I'm pretty sure I just walked into a like pipe. <laughs> okay, so you didn't Smack. botch. So going down, so you're gonna bang your head on a pipe going I, down. I triple botched, Kelly. Oh, you didn't roll any sixes or anything. Nothing. No, no successes. <laughs> three ones. What was the <laughs> difficulty? Uh, the difficulty is uh, of this was I was just going with six. Okay, four successes. <laughs> okay, um, here's the fun of this. Uh, I need both of you to make me a soak roll. Okay, how does that work? Uh, so stamina. you roll your stamina, difficulty six. Okay, how does that work with my shield up? It does not change anything. It just means you can soak anything that comes your way. Normally okay. you can only it'll, soak. It'll take off damage. Normally you can only soak bashing. So Josephine, make me a soak roll as well. Okay, two nines. One. I got two nines and a one, so one success. Okay, I'm going to roll this real quick. So Josephine, uh, heading down the stairs, your dress is going to get, or your skirt's going to get caught on the little ladder. Now this room that you're going down into is about the size of a shipping container. The walls are solid steel. And in fact, this might be the Victorian equivalent of a shipping container. 
As you head down in, the walls are lined with bookshelves. There's a large table in the center of the room that kind of like pushed up against the wall next to the uh, uh, next to the ladder that you head down in, and a, ga a single gaslight that can be twisted on. Uh, as you reach up to twist on the gaslight, your skirt is going to get caught on the ladder, and you are going to stumble forward uh, as you are looking around. You're going to bang your hip solidly into the bookshelf on the wall, which is not anchored. The bookshelf is going to start tipping your direction and is going to clock both you and Evelyn as you come off of the um, uh, off of the ladder. Uh, that is going to be two points of bashing damage to each of you. Uh, if you soaked, uh, then subtract your soak roll from that. So Jen, you're going to take one point of bashing damage as it clocks you upside the head. Yeah. Um, I would also like to point out that specifically I have designed Josephine's skirt as a riding skirt, mm -hmm. which comes undone if it gets caught in things. Okay, so you are not wearing a skirt anymore. Yes. <laughs> so you are now naked, or you're in your skivvies from the waist down, getting books rained down on you. War and Peace cracks you upside the head. Um, so does a, a couple of books that you might have seen in Concordia. Uh, and you'll... Did you hear something, love? upstairs did uh, you hear oh uh, everything okay down there uh yes Josephine just tripped on the last step that's all oh. ah, call up she's fine so anyway when we moved here from um originally our families came from from a bit further south kind of uh Evelyn will pick up Josephine's skirt <laughs> and hand it to her. Thank okay. you. <laughs> and right. so I had two successes, so it was just two, I believe you said, so I... Okay. You're fine. So that, you're, yeah. you're fine, so that's good. And you got three successes, or four successes on your search roll? Uh, yes. As you, uh, as you look around the room and start, uh, doing a bit of investigation, Josephine, you're still nursing that newly fresh goose egg that's rising on your scalp. Uh, Evelyn, you're going to find that at the uh, the center table, uh, there is a little secret drawer underneath, a little pivot drawer that pops open with a spring. Okay. And in it, you are going to see that there is... There are a series of letters. And I'm going to butcher the language on these, so please upgrade the language accordingly. Dear Dr. Saxon, I appreciate the work that you have been doing and would like to impress upon you that your continued observance of the the, the, um, the analytical reckoners would be of the utmost importance. I fear their loyalties have been strained and that they, like the Electrodyne engineers before them, will begin to trickle away from our glorious union. Despite your heritage, you have proved yourself to be quite useful, and I consider you a valued subject. 
there will be a place for you always. In our new union. When next we meet, I would like to take a tour of your laboratory. I hear that you've been doing wonderful things on the tower. And to think, they thought me mad inviting you to become one of the skeleton keys. It seems that between us, we are both quite aware of the benefit of being underestimated. I wish you the best. Your Majesty, Queen Victoria. But stated how it actually would be, I didn't have a chance to look up how Queen Victoria would have a letter signed. Mm -hmm. uh, but it would say um, that, and it would have the royal seal attached to it, or a variation used in technocratic slash order of reason doc documents. That's right, Queen Victoria is the head of the order of reason in London. Boom. That's, that's canon. And for the chat wondering why valued subject matters, when you're the queen, it does. Can you do me a favor? I want you to make me an intelligence role, Christine. Okay. Uh, pardon, well, uh, Evelyn, uh, Christine as Evelyn. Okay. Uh, what's the difficulty? Difficulty of this is going to be eight. Okay, two successes. Okay. Um, you know of the skeleton keys. They're a faction. He also knows of them. What would you like to tell me about them? Um, they're scary. <laughs> Are they? Why? Uh, I'm trying to remember the exact details of it, but. Aren't uh, they like the precursor essentially to kind of the New World Order? They, yeah, they are internal affairs for the technocracy. They're a secret society yeah. inside of a secret society. They're the, the crackdown group. And apparently Saxon was pulling double duty as a member of the Skeleton Keys, monitoring his own tradition from the, with, well, his own uh, block from the within. Hmm... So potentially not somebody we want would have wanted to trust regardless. Or maybe. Or maybe, who knows? Maybe he's. But apparently he has a secret laboratory somewhere in the tower. Mm-hmm. That might be difficult to break into. Perhaps there's something oftentimes there's some type of uh way into those type of things. Perhaps like a, an insignia or a uh, uh, something that uh, actually both of you as are you sharing this information with Josephine? Yeah, I probably would have read it. I want Widely both of you to make me an intelligence and investigation roll okay. to ask me for any clues. You could also roll wits if you prefer. Um, what, what about perception like detail oriented? No. This no? is okay. specifically thinking through specific things. Creative would work. 
Um, okay, I'm well, not I got a to know ten anything. and two nines. Sorry, just I botched again. You botched again? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ten, two nines, and a seven. Okay. And uh, some other stuff that's way too low. So thinking through this real quick, Josephine, your head hurts too much. Yes. It's I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jen. Um Christine. Um mm-hmm. The skeleton keys are not well received even by other members of the block. And well he was mugged for something. Watch. She said, didn't she? It's it's an object that someone keeps on their person. A very easy way to uh to connect with um, uh, potentially a key or something like that. We're gonna have to try and find his watch. Watch? Well, he was mugged and his watch was taken. It's something that's on your person. It may have been a secret key. That would explain why they wanted to steal something that's not worth anything. Mm-hmm. So either they were hired to steal that particularly, or it's just petty thieves who don't understand value, or that was in fact value to them. Hello? Excuse me, loves? Oh, yes? Would you care for any tea? We've got some spare up here. Oh, of course. We'll just be up in a moment. I just want to make sure that we haven't missed anything that the university would want. Just oh, to get out of your hair and all that, so you don't have to worry about of it. Of course. I, I couldn't help but, but hear that you were, you, were, you were mentioning the watch. Oh, yes. Um, it just looks like there's a few spots where he had it sat down all the time down here. He did love it. Almost as he loved that necklace of his. Oh? He was real pleased through his university work. He um, received this, um, <laughs> was kind of silly, um, just this key he used to wear. Oh, like a symbol? I, uh, it was, I mean, it was a bit macabre. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be shouting down at you. Oh, here, I'll just come up. Yeah. He was awarded this silver key um, a, f- a couple of years back. Um, only we wear it underneath his clothes. Um, didn't want to show it off, even though it was quite fancy. Probably because it was a bit macabre. Oh? On the tourney bit, it had um, well, a leer and death's head. Oh. Whoever mugged him didn't get it. He actually forgot it at home that day, after his bathing. Oh, that's funny. Good luck, I suppose. I wanted to make sure he still had it. Of course. There. So made sure you buried him with it? Yep. Of course. He was very proud of it. He's up there at Bancroft Road. That's, I'm sure that's quite lovely. Got a nice spot. At least spot. he gets to hold something that he kept, kept dear. 
thank you for swinging by. I hope you found everything you need. Um, and uh, Miss Darcy, feel free to come by anytime you would like. Oh, oh well, I appreciate the such the generous offer. That is so kind. You are just, you're just the most wonderful person to talk to. Oh, well, thank you so much. Um, here, the road. I just was, I was just about to cook when you came in, but um, well, I kind of was already. Um, you ever had pierogies? I, uh, I don't think I have actually. Oh, I. An Irish woman not having pierogies. It's a shame. They're dumplings with potato. <laughs> sounds oh, delicious. That sounds absolutely delightful. Mm. I believe um, Darcy's planning to be on the continent shortly, so potentially we could direct letters to you. That would be lovely. Um... I'll make you a to-go basket. Oh, that's very kind. You are too kind, and and please, um, thank you so much for your kind hospitality. And I am so sorry for the loss that you have gone through. He's with God now. Do you have any family in the city? No, I've got a cousin outside of town. And once we finish cleaning this up, I'll probably try to sell the house. Stay with he, he and his family. I've that, that sounds like a, gr a grand plan. This is a very big property and big house for someone to manage all by their lonesome. She finishes wrapping up a couple of things around the um, around in a basket for you. It's not much Josie's going to try to quietly exit because she feels awkward in this conversation. She's like, I'm just going to go look for Chastity. <laughs> Chastity is back in the car and she, the Ruth will hand you the things and Feeling a bit, um, a bit under the weather. I think I'm going to go re go let go rest for a bit. Of course. Thank you. Um, I believe you're. Everything's fine to be sold. We didn't miss anything. Rest. Um, thank you for your time. Sorry for your loss. And say hello to, um, your husband. On of course. Our behalf. I should be seeing him this evening. If so. he doesn't get caught up with research. Yeah, then when you ever you do see him, then love. Of course. <laughs> Which, um, Evelyn pocketed the letters. Okay. Regarding those, the Sounds skeleton good. keys, and tucked those away. His wife probably shouldn't see those. Probably not. It'll. Just result in problems for her, probably. Okay. So with that, you all head outside. Back to the carriage. And what do you say? We need to head up Bamcroft Way. We're going to need to go to digging, grave digging. Hi. He was a member of the Skeleton Keys, and she buried it with him. Fill me in on the carriage. Yeah. And with that, you begin riding off into the night to do a little bit of light grave digging.
A little bit of grave robbery. A little bit of grave robbery, a little bit of that. You know I couldn't do, the, do Victorian London without grave robbery. We're, we're going to be archaeologists. It's fine. <laughs> All right. So, folks, that's going to be it for us tonight. I think that's a good good clip. We went a little longer, but we got some grave robbing in. Uh, oh or we God. will next episode, which we definitely want to be here in two weeks for that, because the, the midsection of this game is ridiculous. So... You goodness. knew I could not have time shenanigans and grave robbing in a single session. You know it. Absolutely. I have a feeling that Chas has mixed feelings about grave robbery. Oh, it's fine. He's not Christian. <laughs> That's the Victorian era. I don't know if she knows. She doesn't know that, though. Oh, the cat no. was not wrinkling his nose at that. It wasn't like... Hmm. Oh. The cat's a pagan. The pe cat's a pagan. Yeah, the cat's a pagan. Come on. The cat's a pagan. The oh pagan cat was probably just like, well, this is better than anywhere else in London. <laughs> right. Also, things smell like bread. It's nice in here. Um, all right. In which the dubs and the... Uh, what was the, what, there was a phrase I was thinking uh, right as I ended game, because I paused. So I said light grave robbing. And I was thinking light, what's the word for, for despoiling something or desert? Oh, light desecration. That's light desecration. Yeah, a light, light desecration. a light bit of desecration. <laughs> All right. So, hey, folks, that's going to be it from us. You guys have fun tonight? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That was Despite my botching. I'm so, so sorry, botching. Jen. Uh, it's fine. Yes, it happens. quite a bit of botching. Uh, so, uh, folks, um, I would love it if you could join us in two weeks for our next episode or next weekend if you join us for uh our episode of mage the victorian age uh on during opp con here on Dorktales. i'm going to have to brainstorm how to uh maybe help with some magic in doing uh some grave robbery i think <laughs> so i think matter. trying to avoid getting my hands dirty matter. i think it'll be good um mm -hmm. all right so folks if you like what we do here quick reminder that you can go and support us over on Patreon.com slash dorktales. Just like some of our illustrious patrons, uh, like uh, DM Michael Gray, our divine producer, uh, as well as our demonic producers, uh, Soul Omen and Vercarious. Uh, also, don't forget that uh, you also can be like our princes of the Patreon, Eolus, Taryn, uh, Trizelta, uh, Cubby Gummy, uh, Amberthist, and uh, uh, Buddy, who are all amazing people, and we love them very much. So, uh, if you join on patreon.com slash dorktales, you get a bunch of like additional like early access content as well as a couple of new podcasts and new shows that are coming your way. So really consider it. Uh, if you spend as much time with us on uh, watching our streams as you do Netflix, remember we're cheaper and you get more and we'll actually talk to you. Uh, but and also uh, check, I was going to say, check out our discord where you can check out the spoiler chat for all the memes that have been posted. Oh, <laughs> Another shout out to Professor Multiverse with the so meme good. game on fire. I oh love God, the Evelyn so one. So good. The, nice. the, the, the Teddy and Darcy, Darcy. one. I was yeah. just like, oh, big And, and the right Josephine ones are always if good. You, <laughs> if you guys aren't on our Discord, you're missing out because it's totally free and like I wouldn't charge for, for, for Discord. Um, but you should totally go and visit. You should go go and visit. You'll, you'll appreciate it. You're going to like it. I'm really tired. Uh, <laughs> all right, so folks, we're going to call a game there. We will see you next time here on Dork Tales. Love you very much and uh, good night. Mage the Ascension, the Victorian Age, Book One, The Devil and the Doves, is a Dork Tales production. It stars Christine Rattray as Dr. Evelyn Taylor, Amy Godfrey as Chastity Prudence Goodwin, Jen Peters as Josephine Carrington Bonnie Tharsis, 
and Robin Holford as Darcy Harkness. Its storyteller is Kelly Clark. For a full list of music used in this episode, please check the show notes below. This episode also used music and sound effects from TabletopAudio.com. Tabletop Audio is one of the best resources that a role player can have. It has ambient sound effects, 10-minute loops, and plenty of things to bring additional ambience to your role-playing experience. We're not sponsored by them, we just love them. Go visit them today and support them if you can. If you like what we do here, you can help us grow by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash dorktales. Speaking of which, I'd like to take a minute to thank all of the patrons over at patreon.com slash dorktales who help dorktales exist. We couldn't do this without your support, and I want to thank you all individually for everything that you do. Starting with our world building producer, Jade the Maker of Monsters. Next, our divine producer, Jan and Bob Kessler, who are, uh, my parents. Which is always fun and not at all awkward to say. To our demonic producer, Precarious, who brings evil and fun in equal measures. To our wizards of the Patreon, Tammy the Forever Cleric, the Ink Goblin, and Eddie Isaacs. You're wizards now! The High Council of the Patreon, who donate $25 or more a month and are just the swellest people on Earth. Taryn, Dustin, Cubby Gummy, Amberthist, Raven with Bobbles, Karasha Urquhart, Chef Aladeth, LaRue, Sorcerer Sanguine, Mike Baxter, and Kalen Whitebeard. To our level 20 hero, Michael Eilat, the graphics guy, who's responsible for most of the graphics you see on Dorktales. To our level 10 heroes, Nacro, the Straw Hat Devil, Collinson, Snowy323, Hans H. Boundahoof, Chandra Magic, Professor Multiverse, Void Weaver, Iron Warrior X, Draconis Majers, Dodger Lakers fan, Jamal Cheatham, Spork Saber, Renee Hayes, Raven Avarlix, Craig Hallstrom, Darcy Gibbs, Custom Blink, and Brandon Keen. Thank you so much. Our very important patrons, Camille, who might be six possums in a trench coat, Caitlin Vinkel, an actual guinea pig, Eternal Student Dale Cope, Winemaster Robin Holford, Lord Evan of Antier, Jason Tudor, the Mayor of Icewind Dale, Krista, the Siege Effects Engine, Jacob Shinji McDonald, Trizelta, aka James Bodage, United Adventure Company, SM Pace, Just Andy, an Insomniac Veterinarian, Random Equinox, Matt DS, Eric and Amber, Diggy Diggy Blog, Evil, Tommy Kiyama Spenson, Stormshanks, Jacob, Uncanny Kate, Dazed Apricot, David Ellis, The Bong Master, Jeremy Smith, Lockgen, Slurp, Andrew Rambling Gamer, Graham Rudkin, Policino, Malazang, Laura Arasmith, Mashmakan, The Dixon Three, Sean Oldham, Loscrack and So Honorable, Bryn Hawker, DM Shari, Whistler, Stuart Tiffin, Owls, Bartold, Drew Thompson, Tyler Saunders, David Carnan, Waffle Rabbit, Fally Pally, Robbie Dick, Parker Radborn, Shannon McLean, Cade Green, Walter Manbeck, Marcos Olguin, Chris Kane, Braddockism, Stephen, Denise Atwood, Jom Jarden, Nyla, Russell Christian, Shelley Garvin, Johnny Nemec, Yosef, Stephen Malik, Gamehen, Panda Sior, James G, Saberslaw, Joshua Chandler, Frederic Lepont Moret, Karama215, Tyrone Slothrop, Ezra Santos, Chris Chindloy, QXVW198, The Comment Guy, Phoenix Queen, Chris, Trey, Dark Sun, a lizard with daft ideas, the queer mountain witch, QQ Vincent, Phelan the wild elf, Hooser Jedi, Howl, and Minnie. And of course, to our dork squad, Jen Peters, Daniel, Brent Stewart, CTSRTY, Hayliz, Zach Rules, Ava Hernandez, Jacob Embry, Catherine Petricelli, Heavy Metal and T, Kathleen Halperin, Judith Steen, Orion the Scott, Erica Lena, Kayla Haynes, Oni Yuri, Stephen Pearson, Peppermint, Denise Dory, Isaac Griffin Onan, Hunter, Robert Leach, and David McCrellis. Hey, thank you so much for supporting us. Honestly, Dorktales exists because of the support that you bring to us on Patreon. If you want to be like them and help support the channel directly, help keep the lights on, and help keep food on the table of this full-time gig, please go to patreon.com dorktales. By joining, you'll get a ton of additional perks, such as an additional five to six games a month, on top of additional posts, a behind-the-scenes podcast, and more. 
thanks so much for everything. And hey, if you want to just spend some time with us, join the Discord. It's free for everybody, and we love having a wonderful and thriving community. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.